Uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the We Are Bored podcast, episode number six. Wow, that's a lot of episodes. Uh, we're getting up there. I almost lost track. Of course, this week is going to be the back half of the Harry Potter franchise, considering that we did the first half last week. So if you haven't watched that, it's not essential to watch for this podcast, but you might as well check it out. So that's obviously going to be five through eight here, Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, and the Deathly Hallow duo uh, right there. So we're going to start, of course, with the news, like always, which, of course, I flipped them out of it. Okay, hang on. Okay. So, Ryan Johnson, we've known this is coming, but he announced a Knives Out sequel. Oh, I actually didn't even hear about this. Um, which I'm very excited about. So first off, he said that the cast wouldn't be returning, obviously. Yeah. I mean, the murder solved. But Daniel Craig would be returning, so it's just that, which I really like. And presumably the other detectives that he's with. Those, I think, were cops in the movie, so, like, they aren't his people, necessarily. I don't think. Maybe. I could be wrong about that. But uh, that brings up a good question. Who would you like to see in this one? Because the last one had a pretty star-studded cast. Maybe we should get Robbie, Robert Downey Jr. in this one. I know. I, I was thinking that. Maybe I was thinking some Marvel stars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyone could really work. You need some of those aides. You can get, like, uh, Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh... Any of those guys. Um, what about John Travolta? Oh, or Tom Cruise. Actually, we have a lot of Tom Cruise news this week. Wait, what about? We'll okay, well that actually leads me up. Oh, wait, wait, I think I know which one it is. Um, actually, no, we'll talk about this one next. So last week we talked about that um, FNAF movie, right? I don't think we did last week. Yeah, we did. Oh, or we did? Willy, Willy's Wonderland, I think oh, it was yeah. FNAF. Um, yeah, it was. Well... <laughs> The uh, CEO, whatever, whoever. The, I think the head of the Chuck E. Cheese um, franchise has announced a Chuck E. Cheese movie. Well, who's going to watch a Chuck E.? Now, now I, the announcement is confirmed. When I say I think, I don't know who announced it, but I think it's just the head of their uh, entertainment department. I think that's what the, his official title is. But yeah. He announced a Chuck E. Cheese movie. Oh, would they do a Chuck E. Cheese movie though? That's a good question, John. Um, yeah, there's no really, there's no news specifically about it, but yeah. what if it's a horror movie though? And like, I, and like little, I mean, it wouldn't be hard. I know, and like little kids are like, "Mommy, I want to go see the new Chuck E. Cheese movie." It's rated R. They get in, and then the mom's like, "What is this?" What is there's that? just blood everywhere. Well, because like Mr. Nightmare has like twenty Chuck E. Mm-hmm. Cheese videos. I mean. If, if you're over the age of, like, 10, you've probably seen a Chuck E. Cheese horror story video. And then they reuse pizza. Yes. It's Shane Dawson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, of course, some of the saddest news here, Marvel delays. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have them here, I think. We got uh, Black Widow pushed to May 7th of 2021, which is, that's a year after it was supposed to be released. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. Uh um falcon and winter soldier into spring of 2021 no specific release date shang chi july 9th 2021 and eternals november 5th 2021 and you know the funny thing is though they're definitely only delaying black widow because they want to get more money yeah well they well they need to you know how much they spend on these movies Mm -hmm. i mean if they tried to release it marvel's made billions off of all of it i know but that's why they need billion now they're like relying on the fact that they need everything to make at least like 800 million I think if I'm not mistaken, they haven't made under like 600 million other than maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp since like 2014 or 2013. It's, it's been a long time since they haven't 
Uh, it actually is probably longer than that. Who knows? They make no, a lot I mean, of money. But it's also Disney, so no matter what, they're going to have money. They're going to, yeah, yeah. But if it flopped, that would be bad. And so they don't want that to happen. Like, Tenet was testing the waters, and it didn't, it didn't do so well, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, when we went to the theater, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Our experience. Um, oh, I found this out. So there's like a plush con thing now. What? Uh, Hasbro's doing it. I found it out because I was doing some my research on the Ghostbusters movie last week, and then I uh, forgot to mention it. So yeah, there's like a, it's like a, I don't know, yeah, Comic Con for Hasbro toys, and one one of the panels is gonna be led by the director of the new uh, new Ghostbusters Afterlife, who is uh, Oscar nominated. So it's interesting. I, I don't know much about it. Of course, another pretty big piece of news. Peacemaker prequel series coming out. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Interesting to select a char- interesting character. It makes sense because it's John Cena. He's yeah, one of the biggest stars in that movie, if not the biggest. Uh, so, yeah, and then <laughs> now this is one <laughs> that is kind of insane. So it's confirmed that Tom Cruise is actually going to space in twenty twenty three. That's right. That's that's, that's gonna be insane. I'll say Interstellar like looks so real, but like when you're watching the movie, um, and knowing that that was actually like filmed like right above you, man. Well, let's talk about this really quickly. Tom Cruise, oh, he he oh makes man. makes very action packed movie movies, but the guy in real life, he's crazy. Oh yeah, I don't know what he he's probably going up there. He's probably like yeah, we'll film a movie, and he's trying to catch like a spaceship from Xenu. Well yeah, he's a Scientologist. <laughs> yeah, which... he, he does all these stunts. Yeah, tell tells you everything. The Scientology is all you need to know, and. Uh, and what a crazy dude. And what a what a crazy idea. I don't know. Only him. Only Tom Cruise. Uh, of course, this is the newest piece of news. Just came out this morning, this afternoon, whatever. Nick Fury series coming. Yes, yes. Interesting, for sure. Um, there's also... Wait. I think I heard... Oh, yeah, yeah. There was, like, rumblings about a, a Mace Windu series, but it wouldn't have Samuel Jackson. It may be animated. I don't know. And then he would only be there for specific, or like important scenes that said, which uh, I've only heard. I only saw that on one post. When do you think the Nick Fury thing is gonna take place, though? That's a good question. Well, because I mean, we saw how it's still crazy to think that he was de-aged in Captain Marvel. That whole movie, mm-hmm. it's so weird. Like it's so good. So it really could take place anytime. Okay. So I, after the snap, it was five. So it'd be. What wait, what year is it in the Marvel Universe? Twenty twenty three. Alright. I have a theory. Marvel knew that Corona was gonna happen. So That's why they did the snap five years ah, later. So you're thinking this is gonna last for five years. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like from since Endgame came out until twenty twenty two, right? Three. Twenty twenty three. And then right. think about it. Because if because if the snap happened in twenty eighteen and then, you know, we have a little stuff going on 2019, like, but you know what I mean. It, it, it's 2018, five years, 2023. Yeah. They're just, they're just announcing these dates so that you get excited, but they know they're not going to release it then. Wow. They, they knew that it was going to happen, so they planned it for 2023. So are you saying that Disney manufactured the coronavirus? No, I'm saying they knew about it. I'm saying they manufactured it. Jack, <laughs> for, for legal reasons, that's a joke. Oh, shit, there's John is a mouse! No, I'm kidding. Uh, we're all good. Next up, Matrix 4, uh, they said that 
Lawrence Fishburne is gonna be like de-aged or played by a different actor. There's gonna be a young Morpheus, uh, but they said it's taking place still like in the future. It's not in the past. So, um, looks like this is gonna be a pretty trippy movie. I haven't seen two or three. I don't plan on watching Matrix two or three, but. Uh, Matrix 1 was good. I'll say that. I like Wait, Matrix Why don't you plan on watching 2 and 3, though? Because they're really bad, I heard. But it's... Uh, it is Keanu. Yeah. You're right. Well, that's what I'm doing tonight. No. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, next up, Fantastic Beast 3 is in production. Now there's questions. They said it was going to be six movies with the financial and critical failure of Fantastic Beast 2. Will it be six? And Fantastic Beasts, probably I should have mentioned that last since it ties into Harry Potter, but whatever, it's next up on my list, so. And then the other Tom Cruise news that you're probably thinking about, Tom Cruise has been announced that, or there's rumors Tom Cruise is going to be playing Iron Man in Multiverse of Madness mm -hmm. as a cameo. That's interesting, because I like, you know, I've heard about that forever, that he was going to play Iron Man, he always wanted to. That's, that's cool. And then, wait, really quickly, going back to the Fantastic Beast thing, it kind of makes it feel as though... Harry wasn't as important as he was in the books. Was he though? Like, well, because he's literally the chosen one in the books. But yeah, it's a pre. But it's a prequel. I yeah, mean, no. What I'm saying, it's a different, like, pretty much a different Dark Lord. It's like, yeah. Well, they just gotta get to the good part. Like, scrap Newt. Scrap. I mean, well, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's just they, they make yeah, it seem yeah. like Harry's really. It didn't really matter. Like, eventually there'll be another Dark Lord, another chosen one, like that type of stuff. Yeah, eh, I don't know. Well, because this is canon in the books. They kind of talk about it in the books, and then she also wrote other stuff. And she wrote she wrote the first one, at least. I know that. I don't know if she wrote the second. She, I think she did. I think she wrote the first and second. Now she's not writing the third. Didn't write the third. It's written. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I don't feel that way. And I mean, it's always nice to see Johnny Depp, even though I got to say... My man doesn't want to be there. He, no, he never looks like he wants to be there anymore. Does He's, he ever look like he wants to be anywhere, though? He looked like he wanted to be there for the first couple pirates, and then Edward says, I mean, okay, in Edward Scissorhand, he plays a person that looks like he doesn't want to be there. So he doesn't look like he wants to be there. But that's good acting, then. Or is he acting? Is he not acting, maybe? I don't know. Do you know. think Grindelwald wants to be there? Grindelwald? <laughs> is it? It's spelled Grindelwald. Yeah. But it's Grindelwald, I think. Really? I think. I think that's how someone says it. Or I heard someone say that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he probably wants to be there. Because doesn't he want, like, the Elder Wand? I didn't see the second one. <laughs> I haven't either. I think... I can't remember if he has it by now. Well, he did want it, because that's what they... That's why he, That's why Voldemort went to him in the... Uh, mm -hmm. uh, whatever movie. But, I, I completely forgot... That was part two. Uh, I completely forgot that Grindelwald was in it. I was so shocked when I saw yeah. it. I was like... Because now that all the Fantastic Beast movies are coming out, but he doesn't like. Why did they make him look so weird in the movie? It, I don't in know. It, okay, so he like kind of looks. We see it. We see young Grindelwald. Remember, mm -hmm. he has like the long um, red hair, and he's like he jumps out the window. Then we see old Grindelwald. Neither of them have the weird eye thing or like a weird mohawk. Wait, wait are you talking about Grindelwald in Fantastic Beast or Harry Potter? No, in Harry Potter, he doesn't oh, have it. He's not weird. Yeah. He looks like a normal, a completely normal person. So you're talking about Fantastic Beasts. Which makes sense. Weird? And then, yeah, in Fantastic Beast, in between him being normal and him being normal, he looks like he has, like, that weird eye well, thing. I mean, look at Voldemort. I know, but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is we've seen young and old, 
and they neither young or old. It just doesn't make sense. Man, Fantastic Beast Fantastic Beast could have been good if it was just called like before Harry Potter. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, That's the question. And this is this has nothing to do with the podcast. When I was outside today, it literally felt like it could have been the first day of school. Like really? it just had that vibe. It kinda does. It's always like just like looking outside. Oh, and there's like a bunch of there's like eight little girls. So if you guys hear screaming, n- this where, where doesn't sound bad, girls? but like I don't have little girls kidnapped. My window's open. I could show you. And there's these girls on bikes. They all have the same pink bike, and they're riding around screaming. And then I'll just hear, "You're not fast, bad. Do you even know how to ride a bike?" By the way, Jack uh, in sixth grade thought someone lived in his basement. Attic, dumbass. Your attic? I thought it was your basement. No. Like the little attic part in your basement, I thought. No. No, because I explored there. Because we played like hide and seek there. They would have, they would have been like the best hiders. Yeah, unless they... Unless, yeah, exactly. They were always hiding. <laughs> they were always hiding. Now, I, I thought they lived in the attic. Because I used that on Isaac when like me and Andrew shoved him in my mom's room. We're like, there's someone in there and he started to cry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So Tom Cruise Iron Man. Also, there's uh, this World of Warcraft movie. I think there's already been one. There's another one. Um, Friday the 13th sequel, supposedly in the works. The WandaVision trailer looked oh, really yes, good. Yes. That was I liked the um, homages to the mm-hmm. comic book suits. Uh, I saw some people upset about that though. How, dude? It's a Halloween episode. Yeah, I know. People are so salty. Like the costume. Oh my gosh. Like, imagine if they had those costumes not ironically. And then, um, you got, like, that weird, uh, neighbor character. Mm-hmm. And you also have, uh, sword, shield, whoever. Mm-hmm. And with that, you have, uh, Monica, Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel, older. Mm-hmm. And you have Darcy Lewis from the Thor movies. Interesting. Okay, wait, no, when I saw that picture, like, because I saw a picture and it zoomed in, but mm-hmm. I couldn't tell that was her at all. I think it is. Well, it's been confirmed, but, yeah, no, that looked like her. Strange, though, for her to be in the background, even though she isn't a major player, in terms of that shot, she is. I mean, she is, mm-hmm. she's a named character, so. Weird to put her in the background. I guess it was just kind of to hide her. Damn, it looks good. And now it's our Phase 4 opener, so... That's interesting. I wonder if um, Guardians of the Galaxy would have been our opener. Oh my goodness. I wonder how, how long it's going to be until we get Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Marvel really choked that, didn't they? Disney. Yeah. Disney really choked so that. Sylvester Stallone will probably be dead by that time. <laughs> probably. Wow! I'm, I'm not I, kidding. He's that, like 80. I, he looks good, though. Um, yeah, maybe not. He's Whatever. Not he's, like 80. he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's good. Uh, and then... We had that. We had a little uh, uh, spot, uh, Mandalorian little spot thing after the official trailer that came out at the same time during the Emmys with Wandavision. But the Wandavision trailer obviously overtook it. And the only really notable thing we didn't see like Ahsoka, but we did see um, Mando on a speeder bike, and it looked like Boba Fett's helmet and backpack were on it. And we pretty much know he's coming back, but it being confirmed is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I thought it. Cause in, I don't know why I just thought of this. Have you ever seen the clips of like at the Emmys or like an award show? They they say the wrong movie. Yeah. 
Oh my god, that's so. Well, awkward. there was one. Um, what was it? I think I think um, La La Land actually mm-hmm. won. Whew. And they accepted the award, gave their speeches, and then someone had to come out and be like, um, so about that. I, th- I, th- I don't know if that was La La Land or a different one I saw as well, though. No, it happened. It's happened multiple times. Yeah, I know. I'm saying, I know there was this one where this, the, the like person who's running the thing or whatever comes out in the suit and tie and say, uh, this movie actually won. They did not win this. Like, he says it really harshly, too. <sighs> or, I mean, how do you... He's probably so stressed. Imagine I don't because I don't even think those people that like stand back and escort everyone need to get paid. So. Well, okay. How do you mess that up though? Why would the loser's name be on the card in the first yeah, place? Yeah, I yeah I don't get that. Well, that must mean that I don't know. Because I, I that must mean they have cards for everybody, mm-hmm. and then I, they just give out the card that won so that like somebody can't see. I don't know. I know there was one where both of the names and the one was like circled winner or something like that happened, but I know there was another one where it didn't even say the the movie. The person who was doing it said the wrong movie. Yeah, because you'd think when they have that much money, they would like like have different cards for everybody just so that stuff like that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Or it's easier because half these guys giving the awards are 70. They need their, they need their you know, readers. So Except for uh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Oof! Wow. <laughs> yeah, he we had uh, I saw the video from the Oscars this year of him just like exposing everybody, but like before it was a thing to expose them, and now like with everything that's happening, people start exposing like the rich. But like he just he just like said everything that everyone's saying now about Epstein. He even mentioned Epstein. Mm-hmm. I just find that so like crazy. Yeah, you had to use your own private jet gate. <laughs> and then when it zooms in on all the actors' faces, I wonder yeah. if there were some that were like, and some were like, <laughs> yeah, because well, like gonna be dead soon. you saw, yeah, you saw that like at the beginning there it was like easier jokes, and they some of them, you know, a good chunk were laughing, and then with every joke it got harsher and less people were laughing. Yeah, Leo even laughed at himself. Yeah, Leo and Scorsese got a good kick out of their jokes, but then when it got to, he literally just went on a rant and then went off stage. I'm like. The balls on this dude because like did he go back to the audience after that i don't know well that's the news we don't have much this week actually so that's it and that can bring us into the movies this week so john okay so starting with harry potter and the order of the phoenix we open up with you know Dud- uh, harry on the swings right and then uh dudley comes up big tough man right with his chain I would say the big part is the more specific. No, I say big tough man. And then, and then he, I say big. And he's talking about Cedric, you know, Harry's little boyfriend. Oh, Harry's <laughs> gay. Well, he probably is, um, knowing J.K. Rowling. So yeah, that's it. She's probably point. gonna come back in ten years and be like, "That, that was, was a hidden hit. message." Yeah. Like, did you guys not see that? So. And then, and then Harry pulls out. To whatever, because Harry's with, uh, Dudley's with his friends. Mm-hmm. Harry pulls out what to them looks like a stick, and he points it at Dudley's neck, and Dudley's. Like, and then all the friends are like, <laughs> yeah. And and then the, what what happens later on? The storm comes, and then the weirdest ever running sequence yeah. I've seen. I was How like, did Dudley keep up with Harry? Well, not even that. Just like all the little well, zoomins and like stuff. Yeah, like that. it wasn't. It wasn't the. This was also uh, David Yates' first mm-hmm. first time directing the Harry Potter 
a Harry Potter movie. He ended up doing all the last four and Fantastic Beasts. Uh, yeah, not a good way to start it off with that kind of. Mm-hmm. And then they're running through like the little sewer thing or whatever. Yeah. And then or two tunnel. Di- yeah. yeah, two Dementors show up, and then they start you know sucking on their souls. Which I'd like to mention again, Dementor design, top yeah, notch. Because yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just reading. Uh, I just read um, what's it called, The Prisoner of Azkaban. I got like I'm about halfway through now, and I uh, I just uh, get to mention here. Yeah. It's they. I mean, they describe them in the book, but they really did bring them to life. Good, they're scary, mm-hmm. spooky. So, uh, so then you know, Harry gets rid of the Dementors, mm-hmm. and then uh, Mrs. Fig, I think her name is, right? I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty know. positive that's what her name is. Shows up and uh, is like, "Don't put your wand away, Harry. They might come back." And then uh, they walk back to Pivot Drive. And then Dudley's, you know, really out of it because he's a loser. <laughs> um, and then we find out that Dumbledore sent her to keep an eye on Harry. Mm-hmm. And then after that, Dudley gets taken in the... Ho- well, Harry gets expelled first, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Umbridge. Oh, let's, let's, let's not talk about her yet. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> and then... Um, so then Harry gets expelled. And then... They they take you know Dudley away, and then Harry has a dream with about Cedric's death. Though then he wakes up. The Order of the Phoenix is there to take him. I love the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, man. it's so cool. <sighs> great, um, great crew there. And then after that, Harry arrives at Sirius's house on. I forgot what the name of the place is. I know it starts with a G. Um, the place that like open or like yeah. yeah. Uh, then Harry reunites with you know Ron, Hermione, Fred, Which, George. Great. Fred and George, great. You, that's like the best part of every movie is just when they reunite at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's like and the same every time. Then you know while they're catching up, Harry was a little bit upset that his friends didn't write to him, but Dumbledore told them not to. What's up, Dumbledore? So this is uh, what four years in a row that someone has stopped them from writing. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, and then they eavesdrop on the Order of the Phoenix, you know. Ears drop. Oh. Get it? Because the ear drops. Yeah. Oh. Got it. Uh, and then after that, Harry sees. Oh my god, I can't even read my own handwriting. Oh, oh and then, okay, so then they're in, that, <laughs> they're in the kitchen. They're, they're sitting at the dinner table. Harry sees the uh, Rita Skeeta thing that are like Harry and Dumbledore liars. And, um,. Lupin and does the thing where he explains how they how Cornelius. I really like the scene where he says Cornelius is afraid and like yeah. how he says it was mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, I mean, Order of the Phoenix just says stack serious Lupin, mm-hmm. uh, Mad Eye Moody, actual Mad Eye Moody, uh, the black dude. <laughs> I think his name is uh, Kingsley. Yeah, Kingsley Shackle. You got Nymphadora Tonks. Mm-hmm. Stacked crew there. Uh, and then Voldemort's building an army. Sirius tells Harry that, and that he's looking for something he didn't have the last time. And then he gets cut off by Mrs. Weasley. Harry wants to join the order. Uh, then Mr. Weasley and Harry uh, have go to the ministry together, which I, I love the part where like Mr. Weasley doesn't know how to use the stuff. Yeah. Like since he's obviously obviously wizards aren't real. He like he's what they would call a muggle in real. Yeah. 
uh, he like understands how to use it, but he just comes off perfectly like completely shocked. I love how like like wizards almost nerf themselves by not letting themselves like have regular like mm-hmm. normal things. It's just like if they just like had normal life on top of being able to you know do magic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of strange. I mean, one thing I noticed about these movies, though, is that everyone plays a perfect job of being, like, shocked around them, even, like, if it's something that they already know about and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, and then, here's his name, actually. Kingsley Shockbolt informs him that Harry's meeting was moved up in time, and it's now. And then Harry heads, heads towards the, the meeting area. He sees Cornelius and Lucius talking. By the way, another great set. Mm-hmm. The Ministry of Magic. Oh my god, it, it's so cool. I know. Um, and then the hearing starts, and they're kind of taking advantage of Harry here. And then Dumbledore rushes in. Dumbledore to the rescue. And then they're like, Always. "Don't." Uh, and then they're saying Harry performed the expected patron, like did a Patronus when he's not allowed to. Which I don't understand. I'll mm-hmm. never get that. So like. They can't perform magic if it's life or death. Well, Especially when there's, like, only one other person. The, the, okay, the Ministry's argument in this was that the Dementors are only in Azkaban. There was no Dementors there. Oh, and Harry right. prefer, performed it in a non-life-or-death situation and in front of a muggle, which yeah. is worse. Yeah. Uh, and then they said he also has no witnesses because muggles can't see Dementors. Then that's where Mrs. Fig comes in. And then just, like, Captain... Just, like, the portal scene. You know, Fig comes in. Mm-hmm. She, she comes in like a boss and then, yeah. yeah and then Harry's cleared of all his charges and then they head to Hogwarts uh, Sirius I like that really cool goodbye of Sirius they go in the other room mm-hmm. and then he gives Harry the uh, picture with the original Order of the Phoenix and then this is this is a very interesting part this is one of the few times we ever see Voldemort in like the first five uh, Harry imagines him as a conductor yes oh my gosh I hate that when he's in like normal clothes. Yeah, I know. It looks he's so in weird. like streetwear. And then, and then let, let's not talk about the scene later when he sees Voldemort in his mind. Uh, wait, wait. At wait, the wait. very end when Dumbledore is helping him. Oh yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh where, yeah. Where he's yeah. like, there's, there's just a weird background and Dumbledore and yeah. Voldemort's just in his mind like. <laughs> Man. Uh. And then they get off the train, and Harry cannot see those horses, and that's where mm-hmm. they meet. Luna Lovegood, the only other person who can see the horses out of them. The most quirky, um, what's that one place in, like, uh, every mall? I can't remember what it's called. The oh, store? Hot Topic. Oh, well, She's she like, Hot, Hot Topic, Topic girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then they, they're in the Great Hall, and then they meet the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. And, um, Dumbledore is giving his, you know, usual speech. Then Umbridge comes out and interrupts him. Hmm... Yeah, uh, and then, wait, 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 oh, oh, and then they're back at the common room, and Harry gets, I couldn't read what it was first, uh, he gets in a fight with she, uh, Seamus, <laughs> and, and then Harry dreams of Voldemort and the white orb, mm-hmm. uh, then the, uh, the, then they're in the Defense Against the Dark Arts room, then they learn that the Ministry doesn't want them to do actual magic like they just do the books i just hate umbridge's face she's like mm. mm-hmm. and then she mentions something about voldemort and then harry's like he is back and then here he gets tortured she tortures him how is that allowed 
she tortures a 15 year old and then harry and then when he goes back to the common room harry they see it and harry doesn't mention it to dumbledore he refuses to well because dumbledore is being a complete like it's understandable but he's being a complete a-hole in this Mm -hmm. one and then harry sends a letter to sirius because you know he's feeling a little lonely Mm -hmm. and then he runs into also luna well good and the horses where she's feeding them and stuff right Mm -hmm. and i really like the horses how they look yeah they're they're cool Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is another part that I, line that I thought was really cool where Luna's talking to Harry and she's like um, if I was Voldemort I'd want you to feel alone oh yeah I, I forgot to mention this this happens in like all of them like the theme is like there right but then they always like have to state it at the end mm-hmm. and like uh, I forgot what it was but I remember this this one with that line and Chamber Secrets with whatever Dumbledore says at the very end uh, it's like it's like it was in the whole movie, but then they just have to like say it. I just think it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then oh, this next is the McGonagall and Umbridge fight, where McGonagall actually backs off. I was not expecting. I yeah, never expect no. that. She's McGonagall very uptight. Like a yeah, cold bitch. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then, and then, and then well, hang on. That was <laughs> aggressive. Hey, she's she's a good person though. She's she she always redeems herself. You're like, yeah, you know, McGonagall wasn't that bad. Well, I mean, she's kind of a cold bitch, but, like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and then this is where the educational degrees start, and Umbridge starts giving herself more and more power. Um, oh, and then this is where the Thrally gets, is getting fired as well. Mm-hmm. And um, Dumbledore I comes. think it's Trelawney. Oh, yeah, that's, that's actually right. <laughs> Alice. And then Dumbledore comes out like a boss. He runs past everyone, and he's like, he's like, you Did can, you put your name in a goblet of fire? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot fire my teachers. She's like, yes, I can. And he's like, you cannot dismiss them from the ground. That power remains for the headmaster. And she's like, not for long. Yeah, well, seeing you. And, like, the and then Dumbledore. Dumbledore should have been like, oh, yeah, Avada Kedavra. Oh, yeah, he really should have. And then he sprints. And then Dumbledore sprints away from Harry. Harry's like, professor, professor. The man just, like, floats away almost. It's yeah. sort of, like, mystical. Dumbledore is not having it this movie. Mm-mm. Uh, and then Sirius says that the mystery is trying to interfere with Dumbledore and doesn't want them to learn actual magic because he's, they're scared that Dumbledore is going to build an army. Um, and then Voldemort is going to make, and then he thinks that Voldemort's going to make a move soon. And then this wait, is, wait, make a move, like yeah, yeah, like he wants to touch Harry. Um, <laughs> well, he didn't need to be so specific. I think they understood <laughs> before you went, like before they need to touch Harry. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and then this is where they decide to start Dumbledore's army and mm-hmm. with Harry as the teacher. Mm-hmm. And then everyone questions, is he actually back? Then they talk about all the stuff Harry Well, I really did. like Harry being a teacher. That's like, uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. It's like, it's weird though, because he's, if they make it seem like he's so far ahead of everybody. I know. But, but like for most of the, like, series, Hermione is like always the smartest, but then all of a sudden, and only really for this one, Harry is just like, leagues ahead of everybody even like fred and george you'd think that them being a couple years ahead two years i think would be the teachers i I think what it is though is harry has like actual experience with this stuff so he he understands what it's like to be under pressure what what like spells will come to your mind immediately Uh, i would say hermione's better for that one (laughs) i don't know again because like she knows more and has been in those situations harry is just kind of I mean, he just got lucky. I mean, we're gonna be honest with ourselves. He literally says he got lucky. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really do much. His mom did it. 
I don't know. But, but I do I do like him being a teacher. Well, that, I mean, that's my thing. Okay, well... I wish he was more of a, like, in the back half, more took more of a leadership role. Well, in this movie, the prophecy says that he's Voldemort's equal. So however strong Voldemort is, he's as strong as that. So Yeah, so he wants Voldemort to be stronger. Well, yeah, I guess so. But so, like, technically, by, by that, uh, like, his spells will be more powerful than others, probably. Yeah, but then, like, doesn't... Then why would you want somebody who's super OP to be your teacher? Because he can't really relate to you, then. He could at one point. He, as he says in the Room of Requirement, all great wizards started as students. Uh, that's not true, though. Yes, it is. Move on. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then this is where Neville finds the room of requirement. You know, they start learning stuff, mm-hmm. and then Neville and big move in this one. He yeah. has a couple big moments in the series. This is being one of them. And then uh, Filch tries to camp out and you know catch him. Filch. And uh, then this is where Dolores makes the the squad where all the Slytherins <laughs> join in. I love I love that shot. This is a bit later, I think, but like when like. <laughs> Filch and, like, Draco <laughs> and Crab are, like, running, and, like, they, they're, like, running straight at the camera. Also, by the way, do you, don't you remember in the last episode when I mentioned that Filch is McGonagall's son, and you said no. Filch is not McGonagall's son. Okay, so. okay, literally, in the seventh one, part two, when they're in, when Harry go, invades Hogwarts, McGonagall says to Filch, uh, do this, do this, and he's like, okay, mom. He literally says that. He literally says that. They're the same age, home. Like, but no, what? maybe she started young. Still, like, she started at two? That's literally but impossible. Literally, no, well, literally, magic. Dumbledore is like 150. Oh, they do live longer. That's right. Matt. Whatever. It's, it just doesn't oh. it, it just doesn't equate in my mind. Oh, and then this is when... And then Christmas break, you know? They, they stop meeting. And then this is where... Harry and Cho kiss. Ooh, Harry getting that coochie. In front of Cedric, too. I know. Like, just with, you know, their picture there. They're like, eh, this is a good time. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and tells all his friends everything, you know, as you would. As John took a couple weeks to do to me. Anyways, um, Harry has a dream about Mr. Weasley getting attacked then. And then this is when... McGonagall takes him to Dumbledore's office, and Dumbledore alerts everyone. I really like this scene. Harry's, uh, well, Daniel Radcliffe's acting. I thought it was really good when he just screams, uh, look at me. I don't remember. You actually don't? It's, it's in, they're in his office. It's night. Oh, yeah, 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 And he's like, he's like, mm-hmm. that, and then, um. And honestly, Daniel Radcliffe's probably the worst actor out of the three. Really? I think he's... Rupert Grint, solid. I would say... Emma, Emma Watson's probably the best, for sure. And I just think Rupert Grint, you know, probably because he doesn't have to do as much. Mm-hmm. But still, that's a, that's a reason. That's a valid reason. I think that Daniel Radcliffe, especially in the first couple, is... Well, he's a, he still is a little kid then. But, but Rupert think... Grint was... Man, him and Chamber of Secrets. I, th- I think, though, that... Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, as the reason he got cast, does like do a really good job of acting tortured. No, 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 he doesn't act. He he got cast because because he he looks like he's he looks tortured. like he's tortured. Yeah, not because he acts. Well, he so just you're saying that's not acting. No, that's just looks. 
It's the same. It's the same reason why like I'm, Marlon Brando is like incredible in everything he does. Just he, he can always look like he's tortured and I'm he's cons- a great actor. I but. consider facial expressions not just like your resting face. Can uh, facial expressions acting as well? No, they are. But he's not making a facial expression well, when, when he's, he's tortured. Like, I don't know. It's just either maybe he was just given really good direction, but I think he's, he's no, no, one no, of the like, actors in these movies. He can have to do that in like the first one. Yeah, I know. I'm saying I'm not talking about the first. I'm talking about like. But I'm from... saying the reason he got cast was not for anything he acted. He literally got cast for the sole reason that in his resting face, just looking at the kid, he looked like someone that was tortured. I think in the fourth and after, he's a really good actor. No, 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 no. I'm saying he is a good actor. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying he's the worst out of the three. I don't know. Rupert Grint doesn't have much range. I don't think. Doesn't have much to do. Exactly. You're considering. Harry has the most lines, has the most to do. You're considering someone... That's like considering Filch to be a better actor than them. But he is. <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, and then... Um, so then this is where Snape comes in and teaches Harry occlumency, I think it's pronounced. Uh, and then... Yeah, I don't know how that you know, pronounced. That's they, close It's enough. just like they pretty much have their first lesson. He explains that the, their Dark Lord and his mind are connected. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to them at Christmas at the uh, with Sirius and the Weasleys mm-hmm. and stuff. And pretty much just Mr. Weasley thanks Harry because mm-hmm. he would have been dead. Um, and then... Oh, and then this is where... Harry's looking around Sirius's house. He finds the black family tree. And he says to Sirius that he thinks he's becoming more and more like Voldemort. And then Sirius gives that, I forgot what it is exactly, but he gives that really good speech about yeah. good and evil. And it's interesting to note that Bellatrix is, mm-hmm. you know, they're related Sirius. We'll and... get to something about that family tree a little bit later. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when they're back at Hogwarts, uh, Hagrid is back. And then Umbridge is asking him questions about where he was and stuff. Uh, and then he, he explains to, once she leaves, he explains to Ron, Hermione, and all of them that he tried to get the Giants, but they already joined Voldemort because the Death Eaters were there. Um, and then this is where Bellatrix, after that, Bellatrix escapes from Azkaban. It's just a quick little scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then, since like it's in the news and stuff that she escaped, Neville opens up to Harry about what happened to his parents, how they died, who killed them. Um... And then they start learning about the Patronus. They start learning how to conjure up Patronuses. Then later on, Umbridge breaks in with... Like, these these part I just kind of skip mm-hmm. more because well, yeah, yeah. we have a lot. Uh, and then Umbridge breaks in with Cho. And then Harry's not too happy. He does not like her after that. No. Uh, and then Dumbledore gets fired, you know, but then... Then he flees. He gets out stylish, <laughs> though, too. I know. I love that. I love that part. And, I mean, so he was fired in two as well. Yeah, Dumbledore gets fired a lot. Everyone seems to get fired a lot. These things keep happening. I, I think it might be because of Harry, though. It seems Harry is, I mean, he hadn't been fired before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as McGonagall said once, how come there's every time there's trouble, it's you three? Yes, exactly. Uh, and then Umbridge is now the headmistress. Tortures more people, you know, as she does. Uh, and then... Harry's not happy with Cho anymore. Like, she tries to go up to him and apologize. Well, uh, Harry's cranky in this movie. He needs a nap. Well, I mean, I think you would be too. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. But he's cranky. So it gets a bit annoying. I'm like, dude. Well, but, no. no, like, it makes sense. But you can't help but being, like, annoyed. Because, like, your main character is just kind of being annoying. Well, I mean, let's, let's, 
okay, I didn't mind Harry in this movie, but let's talk about Ron in 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 some of the, in the, oh my god. Yeah, well, Ron, yeah, it's the same for him. I mean, man, <laughs> Ron like got on my nerves so much more than Harry did in this movie. Well, because they give they give Ron's mad at him in like three out of the eight movies. Yeah, he has a really bad record on that one. Um, he just gets jealous a lot, you know. Uh, and then they meet Hagrid's half brother, you know, the, the giant. Yeah, which that does that doesn't equate in my mind either. And how are they half brothers? Because Hagrid's half human, half giant. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so but my man's like thirty feet tall. So his dad met had like something with another giant. That mean that means they're half brothers. Well, I don't know. Wait, what is it? It's not a, a half brother. Is you have a different one, different parent. Wouldn't that be stepbro? No. Stepbrothers is okay. Let's say you have two parent. It's it's two parents, right? And then they divorce, and then one parent dates another one, oh, another oh. random person. So like, his dad is his. They have the same dad, or yeah, whatever. yeah. Uh, still doesn't make sense, but whatever. Um, just and, like and, atomic, like, atomically, how like. That would happen with a giant and a human. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's where that's where the the J.K. Rowling really didn't go in detail. So uh-huh. I mean, thankfully, hey, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, shit, I forgot where we were. Um, we meet the giant. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to look for it right now, though. Wait. Oh, here it is. Okay. Uh, and then after that, this is where it's the another Aquaman C lesson, and then Harry. Goes into Snape's mind after Snape, you know, is messing with Harry. And then we see that his father was not really the very best person. No. Um, and then Snape gets upset and stops helping like a little crybaby. And also, there's a big difference between Snape in the books and Snape in the movies. Yeah. Well, it's big very different. Very unclear. Yeah, he's kind of whiny in the movies. He's also like, it's very unclear if he's a good guy or mm-hmm. bad guy. In the books, it's clear that he's bad, though. Wait, it is? Yeah. Because he says, okay, look, I, I watched a video on this actually recently. In the seventh book, remember when he gets the, he gives Harry the tear with his memory. In the book, instead of him saying, instead of him saying always and doing the Patronus, he says, for, uh, it says, he says something else but makes it clear it wasn't for Harry, it was always for Lily. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. And, it, like, he, in the, in the it's movies, It's very clear he cared about Lily, not Harry. Yeah, in the movies, yeah. though, it's like, they make it seem like he cared about Harry. Uh, well, he was like, protecting him the whole time mm-hmm. um and then this is where the owl exams come in and fred and george they they aren't having it so they take some fireworks they rush in with their broomsticks i love that scene yeah, i know it's so, so much cool. fun and then they they go they all go outside and then while they're outside and they're all cheering Harry has like a seizure yeah yeah and then hermione notices mm-hmm uh, and then this is where he also that's where he saw Sirius being tortured and they Harry decides to do something about it so they decide that they're gonna use his use Umbridge's flu system right mm-hmm. which doesn't work they get caught uh, and then while they're all sitting down getting interrogated Snape comes in with the, like he doesn't have the truth serum anymore mm-hmm. though uh, Snape tells him Harry tells him that something is happen that what's happening he's he says uh, they have Padfoot in the place where it is hidden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Snape's, Snape gets questioned by He's like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, and then Hermione mentions Dumbledore's secret, which is like a trick. It's 
uh, the it's Hagrid's brother, who doesn't show up, but then but then Umbridge gets messed up. I know. Let's go. I love this. She gets destroyed by some centaurs, and then and then the giant comes yep. and takes her away. And in my dreams, they ate her alive there. Well, she comes but back. But she comes back and gets what she deserves anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the, all the others, Neville and stuff, escaped the squad. And then, squad? Well, and then they go to help Harry, and then they ride the Thestrials, I think they're called, to get to the Ministry mm-hmm. of Magic. And I want to talk about that really quickly. How scary is that to be sitting there on something that's invisible to you? I don't know. Because the cause thing about the most of them can't see it. Yeah. So they're just sitting there floating. Well, I mean, uh, would you, do you trust any, like, magical creature? Like, would you trust being on a Hufflepuff or a uh, hip, hippogriff? Like, I would trust... You're not, you're not allowed to, like, hold on to anything on the hippogriff? So you're literally, I mean... Well, I mean, I'm saying, though, like, you, you, like, you literally are looking yeah. down. Like, you... Wicked. Wicked, yeah. Uh, and then... They go into the room that Sirius isn't there. They find the globe with Harry's name on it. It's his prophecy. Uh, Lucius asks for the orb. He tempts Harry with uh, finding out the truth about his prophecy. Uh, then Bellatrix shows up and like, yeah, good job, Harry. Uh, and then they they fight the Death Eaters. They end up breaking all the orbs. <laughs> Great scene. Yeah, it actually. Is well, this so, whole so sequence cool. is incredible. Mm-hmm. From when they get to the Ministry to the, the end. Ministry is just so cool yeah. in, in every part. Um, and then they end up in a new room with the veil, and Harry and Luna can only hear voices coming from it. And then the Death Eaters come in, capture all Harry's friend, have their wands to them. And then Lucius has his hand out to give him the orb. Harry ends up handing it to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the Order of the Phoenix all show up, and then Lucius trips, drops the orb, it breaks. Uh, there, there's a really cool battle in that happens here. But then, it's Harry and Sirius. They, Harry de-wands... Lucius and then Bellatrix. That bitch kills Sirius. Sirius honestly might be the best part about these movies too. Yeah, man. And he's not in it much at I all. I know. <sighs> Rest in peace. I'm so yeah. sad. And uh, Bellatrix, of course, is like flaunted. Yeah, and then she's like, "I killed Sirius." Yeah. I killed Sirius. And then, uh, so then Harry chases after her, and he tries to use the Cruciatus curse on her. <laughs> Uh, and then Voldemort appears and is like, You know the spell, Harry. Do it. Which, why wouldn't he just do it? Now, what's the harm in it? No harm, no foul. See, exactly. Let me talk about this really quickly as well. Harry in the first one straight up goes and kills Quarrel. Yeah. But he can't do yeah. this. Like, dude. Like, okay, for Batman, you know, it kind of makes sense and all. Because it's like, it's this whole thing. It's why he did it. You know, a lot of kill rules. Like, Spider-Man... Actually, I don't know why Spider-Man doesn't. Whatever. He, like, he's just, like, you know, punching, like, regular dudes who are just trying to take, like, a hundred bucks from our bank or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, Harry Potter, this is, like, one of the worst people in the world, and he could do it. Dude, do it! <laughs> like, she, she's running. She can't do anything. You do it, she's dead. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. Uh, and then, from there, yeah, uh, Dumbledore shows up, and him and Voldemort have the... One of the best fights in the entire series. It's and so it's, cool. It's, it's the best fight, be, probably because it actually uses like different magic other mm-hmm. than just like the red and green hitting mm-hmm. each other. You get the fire, the water, uh, 
whatever, like the glass brick, everything. You get everything. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly, incredible. rewatching this, we don't get as much of the red as gre- and green as I thought we did. But most of the fights are that. I mean, you do get that cool fiend fire one. Well, and I mean, it started in the it started in the fourth one, true. and then it only happens. But also in the first, second, and third, you don't have like any magic duels at all, mm-hmm. other than some quick little things in the castle, like th- one or two scenes. I think it happens in the fourth one. I don't think it happens even in the sixth one. The red and fire, and then I think it only happens in the seventh uh, part one and part two. Yeah, and but still, time that, yeah. Um, and like when you have magic do you other do you, like was like in the uh part one you know they do a lot of just like flicking mm-hmm. and like those little come out but it's like really boring like why don't you do something fun you have magic mm-hmm. bro that's you, you know why it's red and green though right um not particularly because voldemort's using avada kedavra harry's using expelliarmus to disarm voldemort that's why in the last battle he ends up getting Voldemort's wand. How does that have anything to do with red and green, though? Because throughout throughout it, you he, like the Vada Kedavra is known to be the green one, and the expe, uh, Expelliarmus is always red. Oh no, shit! Yeah, I'm saying you didn't you didn't know that though, did you, Jack? This just makes no sense. Wait, so you're saying oh, you're pretty much saying it's green because they tell you it's green, and it's red because they tell you it's red? Yeah, pretty much. That's it. I'm just seeing if you remembered that. Yes, I knew that. Okay, good. I thought you were going to give me a whole meaning behind the no, green and red the only and how it has anything to do with the morality of these people. I don't well, know. I mean, I mean in Star Wars, like, they have green lasers as the yeah. bad guys. and oh, I mean, That could uh, be it. And then... So then, yeah. The, it's just such advanced magic. It's so cool. And then Bellatrix escapes. Harry tries to help, but Dumbledore goes and sends him back. Mm-hmm. And then Dumbledore... Uh, Harry gets possessed by Voldemort, and then he's saying all this weird stuff. He has weird images of Voldemort in his head laughing or something. I can't even remember. Uh, And then Dumbledore gives the speech to Harry, and then Harry's like, you have no friends, Voldemort. Ha, ha, ha. And then he stops being possessed. Then Fudge shows up, and he's like, oh, my God, he's back. He's back. Yeah. And then Fudge resigns. Harry... Uh, tells Dumbledore he feels that it's his fault what happened in Sirius and stuff, and then Dumbledore says, it's not your fault, it's my fault. Yeah. And and then uh, Luna is hanging flyers for her, all her missing stuff, and then gives Harry condolences. Harry tells Ron and Hermione on their way back that Voldemort is going to lose because he doesn't have something worth fighting for. And it's that the theme is, again, say that very simply. That is the end of that one. Alright, we're going to but, um, this one has a, this one has less like substance, so this this so, one should be a bit faster. Let me let me say this though really quickly. When I went through the scenes, there were this one had thirty, this one had forty. Did I mean? Well, yeah. There's probably some, more some scenes. Some changes, of them are a little bit shorter. But just like in terms of, mm-hmm. I mean, that is a longer movie, but there's less substance, so you uh, should be able to be like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Lavender s- kisses Ron for yeah, I'm gonna, twenty I'm minutes. Gonna start, I'm gonna start summarizing it like a little bit more. Uh, then Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince opens up with a flashback of last year after the uh, Ministry and its reporters taking pictures. Uh, then it's Diagon Alley, all empty and dark, all that. The Death Eaters there. I love the contrast between like the first and this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Harry at the cafe flirting with the waitress. Dumbledore ends up showing outside of the cafe. Well, you forgot to mention the bridge broken and Ollivander getting kidnapped. Oh, yeah. And then that's also when we see Fren- Fenrir Greyback. That oh, that's the first time. Yeah. 
Uh, and then outside the cafe, they visit Slughorn and convince him to come to Hogwarts. And the cafe scene was unique to the movie. That wasn't in the book. And it's a pretty useless scene. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, and then uh, after that, Dumbledore takes him to Ron's house. Then uh, Ginny gets all happy and stuff. You know, she's like, Harry stuff's here. Harry stuff's here. And then like, Harry's here. Harry, everyone's like, Harry's here. And then he says Dumbledore made him there. And then uh, people are uh, people are nervous to go back to Hogwarts. That's literally all that happens in one of the scenes. Very much. Because uh, they think well, uh, Dumbledore's getting old. Then Snape and the Malfoy family make the unbreakable promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Weasley joke shop opens up and... You know, you, they also then leave out to go outside, and they see the destroyed Ollivanders. They go in there. Uh, then they end up seeing Draco, and they follow him. And then that's where they see, they are on top of the roof, and they see the vanishing cabinet, which yeah. they don't know what it is at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then around the Hogwarts, Harry puts the invisibility cloak on and spies on Draco, who notices the little movement. And then once the train stops, Draco stays behind, petrifies Harry. Harry gets saved by Luna. And then they get off the train. His nose is broken, gets fixed. Uh, Harry goes in the Great Hall. Slughorn is the new potions teacher. Because Snape is has finally, after who knows how long he's been there, finally become the defense against the Dark Arts yeah, teacher. Yes, yes. Uh, and then Harry is forced by McGonagall to join the class. And then he gets the Half-Blood Prince book. Uh, Harry brews up... Which, by the way, I'd never understand that. that what do you mean? How that's important at all. Even it's, in the yeah, book, it's, it's, it's pretty important. unimportant. But in this especially, they yeah. make like... It comes up once, and then they remind you, and then they pay it off. I mean, that's like what you're supposed to do, but when it's the uh, uh, title of the movie... She probably didn't know what to name it. I mean, I guess, but... Well, she could have done something about Voldemort, since in the book, there's seven flashbacks. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of his backstory. She could have named it, like, the seven Horcruxes or something. Mm-hmm. Just like the Deathly Hallows is a thing, you could have done that. But instead, a pretty irrelevant little subplot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also just noticed this: there's a lot of sevens in. in well, yeah, she does. Yeah. Hallows, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Harry makes the best potion, and then Dumbledore, uh, Dumbledore's office. Uh, Tom, he's with Tom's diary. Harry ends up coming in. Harry goes into the pensive. Uh, he sees Tom and Dumbledore meet for the first time, and then Dumbledore kind of tells him he needs to get something from Harry. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Draco in the room of requirement, looking at the vanishing cabinet, you know. Uh, and then the Quidditch tryouts, uh, and then one dude, you know, wants to get with Hermione. It's kind of kind of horny, you know. She they're, is. They're in their sixth year. This is the thing Why I don't like not? with this one, all the love subplots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Hermione helps Ron make the team actually though because you know she mm-hmm. uh, uses magic then they talk about the half-blood prince and then flash forward to Hogsmeade where it's like all snowy and stuff run into Professor Slughorn uh, you know Harry's talking to him for a little bit Harry's jealous about Ginny and Dean dating uh, then Katie uh, I think she's in Sl- what, she, what house is she in? oh the one that like had the book yeah she gets jinxed yeah uh, Katie gets jinxed outside and, you know, she starts floating and stuff. Uh, she, she has a package with a necklace in it. Um, Gonagall looks at it because it's all, cur- it's cursed and stuff. 
and interviews the student Katie got the package from when she entered the bathroom. It was meant for Dumbledore. And then Harry and Ron talk about Dean and Ginny because, you know, Ron's not too happy about it. You know, also, if you want to interrupt me and say something, you can. No, I find this movie quite boring, honestly. Yeah. Like I just... uh, Slughorn's dinner party and Ginny shows up, you know, crying. And then you, this is how you can tell this was this is the reason I know this was Daniel Radcliffe's worst movie with the alcohol. How he just stands up. He looks like he doesn't know where he is. Yeah. Yeah. He stumbles. With it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Yeah. Ginny shows up. Okay. And then after everyone leaves, Harry stays back and asks about Voldemort. And then. Uh, Slughorn is unnecessarily a complete dick about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it makes... I don't think this is the part where he recreates the situation though. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. But he just asks him. He's like, "Oh, uh, no, nothing." This is where he tells him he was actually a great student. And, like, this is he didn't see any evil in him at all. Which uh, we know is a lie. Yeah, but. and then it's the Great Hall, which is a Quidditch match. Uh, Harry uses the fake luck potion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Ron does really well in the, the placebo. Thing. Yeah, he used the placebo pretty much. Ron does really well. Ron ends up kissing a girl. Who's kind of weird. Lavender brown. And then Hermione is upset, crying outside. Harry comforts her because, you know, he feels the same way about Ginny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ron and the girl rush out to go make out somewhere else. Make out. You know, we don't know what they did. They don't have much privacy, so that's probably all they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Hermione is with that, uh, is that, is mad at Ron. And then the Slughorn has a Christmas party. Man. He throws a lot of exclusive parties. Yeah, I know. He's he's kind of a bitch, not gonna lie. I know. And just, like, his introduction, too, like, man, he really just messed up the house for no reason. And then, but this is also where they're talking about, Harry and Hermione are talking about who they're gonna take. Hermione's taking that one random dude, and that one girl is brewing a love potion for Harry, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Harry goes to the party with Luna, and then Draco is in the room of requirement, messing around with the cabinet, then, uh... Hermione's trying to hide from her date. Snape tells Harry Dumbledore is traveling. Draco gets caught by Filch and then is like, is like Professor, I showed, yeah. I found him one in the halls. Uh, Snape takes care of it and and it, while in the hall, Snape uh, tell Snape and Malfoy want to talk about the mission and like Snape wants to help Jack, uh, Malfoy. And then Harry eavesdrops once again. That's it. Seems like that's how he gets all his information really much. Yeah, he yeah he he just kind of. Snoops around. And then on the Hogwarts train, Harry tells Ron about Snape. Uh, you know, and then Ron's like, he's like, uh, oh, he explains what an unbreakable promise is because you'll die if you break it. And then Ron's not happy in this current relationship. Uh, and then when they're at Ron's house, Harry tells the uh, order about what Snape did, and Lupin isn't paranoid because he, Dumbledore trusts Snape. Uh, and then Mr. Weasley and Harry talk about vanishing cabinets. This is where he learns about what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Death Eaters blow up the burrow. You know, Harry chases after. That scene was also added. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really add much. Harry was cha- uh, chased after Bellatrix. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, but that is a good scene, though. Yeah, yeah it is pretty cool. And then, you know. That's... It's very tense. It feels like a horror movie, like Corn mm-hmm. Maze type thing. Uh, and then. It cuts back to Harry at the pensive, and then he. This is where he sees the tampered memory of Slughorn, and then this is where he realizes what he needs to do. Harry remakes the situ- uh, the memory with Slughorn. Slughorn gets really mad and like kind of cuts Harry off. Then, uh, and then this is when Ron eats the chocolates, and 
gets the love potion, uh, and he's in love with that one random girl. And then Slughorn uh, helps Ron, and then he get, they all start drinking something. Ron gets poisoned because he's the first one to drink it. Harry ends up actually fixing it because of the Half-Blood Prince book. Uh, and then they're in the hospital wing. Uh, the drink was meant for Dumbledore. Ron breaks up with the girl while he's sleeping, pretty much. Uh, and then Draco back. Well, pretty much, she breaks up with him. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's kind of like Hermione. Yeah. Hermione. Yeah. Uh, and then Draco is back in the room of requirement with the, and then the bird vanishes in the cabinet. Uh, Katie's back, and Harry wants to see if he if she knows and remembers anything. She doesn't. And then Harry follows Draco, who's looking suspicious. And then he hexes him with the spell from the Half Blood Prince book. And then Snape ends up saving Draco, and then Harry flees. Uh, oh yeah, like he just about kills him. Yeah, and then he's like, he seems annoyed with it too. Like, yeah, that Snape's there. Uh, Harry tells his friends, and then they all decide to get rid of the book in the room requirement. Uh, and then this is where they open the vanishing cabinet, and a bird flies out. And then Vinny, uh, Jenny, goes and hides the Vinny, <laughs> the mob boss. <laughs> Jenny goes and hides the book, and then kisses Harry. Um, and then Slughorn's trying to avoid Harry. Harry decides to use his liquid luck and then decides to go to Hagrid's. He sees Slughorn on the way, uh, and then they both go down to Hagrid's cabin. Aragog has died. Hagrid's hut, by the way. Yeah, Hagrid's hut, my bad. Uh, and then Slughorn gives a speech, and then it cuts to Slughorn and Hagrid drunk. Then Harry ends up getting the memory from Slughorn. Mm -hmm. Uh, they look at the memory of Slughorn and, uh, and realize that I don't know how nobody knew that he wasn't like gonna be like, also that looks like it's from his like at most third year at Hogwarts yeah he looked really young like the uh, actor who played in the second one was really okay cause like in the book they describe him as like charming and handsome mm -hmm. no offense to this actor but yeah the, the guy in the second one well the second one was supposed to play him in his sixth year yeah yeah well yeah but yeah, this, like that wouldn't make sense if he was third year because I'm pretty sure I mean he went all the years and all that. So I don't know, like if he's supposed to be third year, I guess that makes sense. I don't know, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, and then so yeah, then they realized that he taught Voldemort pretty much how to make a Horcrux. And then uh, Snape tell Harry over here is Snape telling Dumbledore that he's not happy with how things are going. And um, then Snape, you know, gives him a little side eye, and then they go on a mission for the other. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, and Snape gives him a little, you know, smooch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they go on a uh, Harry and Dumbledore go on a mission for the Horcrux. They go to a cave, and this is where I just started. And like, see, this, this, by the way, is what this movie should have been. Yes, 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 yes. They get to the sea. Uh, Dumbledore, you know, opens up the door for them. They drink the blood, uh, not blood. Dumbledore ends up drinking. <laughs> oh my gosh! Dumbledore ends up drinking that weird potion, and then he doesn't. He doesn't even want to. Uh, and then they end up getting the the locket, which I have a question. I when I was rewatching when I was rewatching it, do they ever? When do they ever realize that the locket was fake? I think that was in part part one. Cause I don't no, I don't think they ever mention it until they're at Sirius's place. Yeah. Like, like, I think they knew about it before, but he's like, the locket's a fake. No, yeah, don't they find out when they, yeah, they get to, like, Sirius's room, or, like, at that sequence? I, I, I don't, maybe that's where the first time they open up the locket, I don't know. Uh, and then, 
Draco gets the Death Eaters out of the Moon Requirement and the Vanishing Cabinet. And then in, uh, in Hogwarts, Dumbledore is weak right now, cause, and he, he's telling Harry he wants Snape instead of going to the, uh, the Health Wing or whatever. And then Harry hides, the Death Eaters arrive, Snape kills Dumbledore, but Malfoy disarmed him. Uh, the Death Eaters go and burn Hagrid's hut. Harry and Snape... Wait, wait, wait. Did you just, like, skip over Dumbledore's death like that? Yeah. <laughs> Dumbledore falls over. I I thought Dumbledore's was sadder than Sirius's. Really? Because okay, of the reaction of the people. Because oh, Sirius's is sad, thing. like... I mean, it's... You know, you hear this all the time, like, the reaction is the more important part in terms of a character death. But yeah, because Harry kind of goes, no, and then Bellatrix mocks him. Like, it moves on that quick, but with Dumbledore... You get, like, McGonagall crying over them. You have all the students. That's, that's a little bit later. Oh. Uh, yeah, you'll see. Uh, and then, you know, Dumbledore. Yeah. That's the best part of Hogwarts. <laughs> gets burned, and then Harry and Snape duel, and then Harry ends up trying to use one of Snape's own spells against him. This like, is where... Did you have my book? <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we learned that uh, Snape was the Half-Blood Prince. And this reminded me, another big difference between them and the, the book Snape and movie Snape is the movie Snape doesn't yell. He just talks. Well, book Snape yells. Mr. Potter. Mm-hmm. And then, um, this is, then Harry ends up going to Dumbledore's body, which is under the clock tower. Yeah, yeah. Then no. this is where you get everyone's reaction and stuff. Very sad. Very and sad. then, yeah, he bends down. And then hey yo, did he ha- he squats down? No, he bends down. Squats. <laughs> nah, he bends, dude. Kind of make it this way, John. Really. And then Ginny Ginny comforts him. Uh, and then you know Dumbledore's dead. Harry's in Dumbledore's office, which a lot of stuff has been removed now since he's dead. And then McGonagall comes in and comforts him. And then uh, at the bell tower, they're all talking about how crazy this year has been. Like Harry, Ron, Hermione. Wow, yeah, I love how they just were like, wow. Crazy, it's, dude. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> Dumbledore just died. You know that, right? And then Harry's like, he's not coming. Harry's not coming back next year. He's gonna go look for the Horcruxes, and then they decide that he's going with them. And then also, you you probably won't be able to read my handwriting, but you're gonna pull up on there. You're gonna do the last movie. Why? Because you have. I've been doing every. I've, I want you to talk a little bit. Oh uh, no, That's I'll fine. just try to read yours. Nah, trust me, you don't. You can't. It's it'd be uh, better than trying to read off that. No, this is literally schmoo, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, exactly, but it's summarized. Okay. Schmoop's horrible uh, in terms of quickness. And then, so, it's Harry Potter 7, part 1. So, it's Harry Potter 7. <laughs> that is the way you said it. Shut up. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> what? Well, like, the set, like, 7 in general. All I, but 7 in general is this, because the next one's the 8th movie. It'd be 8. Honestly, the 8th movie seemed like it could have been two movies in itself. No. Well, yeah, well, the eighth one's all action. There's not yeah. just, like, talking scenes. Because it all happens here. Uh, and then, so, scene one, we meet the new Minister of Magic. Scene two, Hermione reads a newspaper. <laughs> and then... Intriguing! <laughs> no, 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 you know what the rule is, right, John? You need to have action in the first ten minutes. See, this is the good type of action, though. This one... Damn, this one shit's had, crazy, bro. Th- this one had 25 scenes, and <laughs> that's the first two. <laughs> Uh, and then... Hermione reads a newspaper. Scene three, the Dursleys are packing up to leave. And then scene four, Hermione erases herself from her family. Uh, then scene five, Hermione leaves her house. 
Well, uh, these aren't really scenes. Yeah, I know. This is these really are just little shots. Yeah. These are pretty, well, the Hermione one's literally just like one shot. Yeah, I know. And then uh, uh, Snape's meeting with Voldemort, uh, and then Voldemort's interrogating a teacher who worked at Hogwarts, and he's like, he's like Snape, we were friends. Uh, and then he's asking when Harry will be transported. Voldemort ends up finding out, and then oh yeah, I also like how um, so like you know how the last one's like really green all the time, just like visually green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that this one isn't green anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't like the green. I wasn't good. Uh, and then Voldemort has someone who's inside of the ministry, and then uh, he he takes. I don't know why I put Harry. Uh, he says Harry takes Lucius's wand, but that's not what I meant to put. Uh, and then scene six, Harry looks through a shattered mirror. Uh, Harry Harry's family. Well, the Dursleys end up actually leaving now. They say it's not safe here anymore. And because he's watching them through the window, and then uh, Harry uh, leaves with the order, and he's leaving with Hagrid. There are some casualties, including Mad Eye Moody, and Hagrid. I they like say like like they make a whole thing out of Hedwig, but then like the next scene they're like, oh my yeah, Mad Eye Moody died. Yeah. Like like they, they give was, Hedwig. Was like, there another home. one? No. Okay, so it's just. Well, I mean, uh, which one has the ear thing, Fred or George? George. Because I don't think they wanted that to happen to Fred based off, you know, what happens later to Fred. No, George is... The one with the ear dies, remember? Because on the ground he has no, the no, bandage. No, no. And I'm pretty sure in the movie, George... No, but that's how they make it clear. Because the one who's dead has the ear thing. Oh, okay. Uh, and then... I think that's oh. actually the point of it happening. Oh, I saw I saw an interview, right? Where it was the twins, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so funny. So... Are you guys twins in real life, or... No. They just found us in the audition. It's, it's literally... They're, they're literally the pl- people they're playing. I know. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, like, the, the interviewer was like, so are you guys twins in real life? And uh, one of them's like, no, and they just found us on the audition tape. And, and then the girl's like, wait, so did you have, like, plastic surgery to get, you know, <laughs> to, to look closer? And the other one's like, yeah, he had a lot of plastic surgery. It's funny. Like, yeah. she literally has no clue. Uh, and then, so... And then they end up at the borough, and then Harry gets interrogated by Lupin because they were betrayed, and he wants to make sure it's the real Harry. Mm-hmm. Uh, George, you know, his ear's missing. Uh, and then Harry has a bad dream once again, and he decides to leave. Ron stops him. Uh, they end up going to the wedding. What? Oh, okay. Uh, and then Harry... Meet like before the wedding, Harry and Ginny kiss. Then <laughs> the minister of magic is. Uh, oh wait, you're right. You're right. You're right about the Fred and George thing. Dumbledore's will to uh, Harry, Ron, and Hermione, which he gives uh, Hermione the Beatles and the Bogs book. Uh, what a lame one. Yeah, I know she got the she worst got the book, which she probably has. Uh, yeah, and then Harry got the snitch, and then uh, Ron got the what was it called? The it Illuminator. Like, yeah, the Illuminator. I was gonna call it Luminosity. Uh, and then, uh, the wedding happens, it gets ruined by, uh, it gets ruined when the orb, this was really cool though, I love the, that orb part where it says, the ministry has fallen, oh, they're yeah. coming, that yeah. was, it's so cool, and then the, the, all the death eaters come, and then, uh, I still find it funny how, like, they were, like, looked like KKK members in the fourth one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they were like, yeah, no. And then, uh, Harry, Ron, and Hermione, they all apparate out of there. And then in the cafe, they like a change, or they're in. Their, they go into a cafe, decide what they're gonna do next. Death Eaters show up. They end up 
And yeah. this is see this is this is what I'm talking about. Instead of having like a cool scene, you know, they're in the Muggle world, so how are they gonna hide it while also doing cool magic? No, let's just go like pew. just do guns at this point, right? Well they can't they can use magic now. I know. Well that you don't want to see muggles to see it still. So like you wanna kinda hide it so but like make it look cool. But it's pretty much just guns. See, I was thinking about this. I was like, well, how did would they lose in a war against muggles? But actually, guns. exactly. Guns are more powerful yeah. for sure, yeah. Yeah, I was like, this. why would you want to If you had a machine gun on a helicopter, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> A wand know, isn't going to do much for that. Unless, unless like, you... Well, you could set up, a, like, one of those force shields, like, those protection barriers and stuff. Well, looks like they didn't, so... Yeah. Uh, okay. So then, you know, they mess up those... Uh, Death Eaters, and then they go to Sirius's old house. Then they discuss the Horcrux. This is where we learn about Sirius's brother, um, Rab. That's his initials. Wait, you mean Dumbledore's brother? No. This oh is yeah, Sirius's. Uh, and then it, it cuts to a thing of like, the students are on the Hogwarts Express. The Death Eaters show up, and they're looking for Harry. Uh, and then Voldemort's guy who is on the in, who is he is on the inside becomes the new minister of magic, and then uh, they f- oh they find out who has the locket and and then it's Dolores Umbridge. This is where Dobby comes in and they get that one dude and he's like the one the one that took it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make a polyjuice potion, and they which it's supposed to take a month. Did Hermione just have them on the ready? I don't see why she wouldn't. I yeah. mean at this point. And then uh, potion. They sneak into the ministry. Umbridge is wearing the Horcrux. They take it from her. Uh, they all get out of there, right? Mm-hmm. And then Ron gets hurt. And then Hermione tends to him. And then uh, they. That was really tense scene too. I liked when they had to escape. Mm-hmm. All the all the uh, things falling. Mm-hmm. And also newspapers. Uh, when the all the Dementors are above them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah. In the like the courtroom. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Yeah. And then, um, they can't destroy the Horcrux. Uh, Voldemort is looking for something. Uh, the Locket is making their moods change as well. Uh, Hermione ends up wandering off and runs into, uh, like, the people, right? We don't, we don't know what they are at the time. I think they're, what were they called? Uh, let me find it. I don't like this part. The Snatchers, that's what they're called, the Snatchers. boring. Uh, and then... They, they end up moving places. The and then they go on a campfire that you know, or the camp, the little well, tent. Well, this uh, they then they find out that the sword, this the sword destroys Horcruxes. Ron ends up leaving at this point because he, he sees all Hermione and uh, Harry. Edge. Yeah, Harry happy, and then Hermione and Harry dance, and then Hermione and Harry both go back to being depressed. Uh, and then Harry realizes the snitch on the mouth will open it and then Harry Hermione also sees the Deathly Hollow symbol Harry wants to go to uh, Godric's Hollow Godric's Hollow graveyard they see Harry's parents and they see a graveyard with the Deathly Hollow symbol on it the Philba Bagshot is watching them and they f- follow her she's acting very sus you know no, she's not finally talking. we get some action yeah she's, see I really skipped that past that part uh, and then which uh, this is also weird now because isn't that chick in Fantastic Beasts Nagini Yes, I think oh, she is. Oh, the people think that that one girl who... Uh, no, I think name? she is. Because I, well, I watched a video that straight up said she is. I see, yeah, I've seen th- I don't think it's confirmed, but I saw theories about it. Which also, I have a question. What happened to Gini after Voldemort lost the first time? I don't know. Disney, Gini. 
Keep going because this is the boring okay, part. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is her. So. Was it confirmed though? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't see why. What? Yeah. Harry Potter fandom. Pottermore. I think that's that's a lot of those are theories. I think though. No, this is. I don't know. I, I know a while ago it wasn't confirmed though. Well, like before the movie came out because it's a twist. Yeah, yeah I I didn't I can't remember if it was a twist because I, I haven't seen the second one. Neither have I. It was a twist when the movie was coming out and then it was confirmed. Isn't it weird that she stays as a snake though and is friends with Voldemort? I guess. Uh, and then you know the field of Bagshot doesn't talk to them at all, and then uh, Hermione doesn't want to follow them follow her but they follow her they go into her house Hermione sees upstairs Harry follows her upstairs she, this is where Harry sees a picture of Grindelwald uh, and then she sees Bethilda Bagshot notices the locket and she seems interested with it and then Hermione finds Bethilda Bagshot's actual dead body then it turns into the snake and then, then you get the cool but more just like things. yeah they, they end up uh, and then also I, I saw this on Schmoop Harry actually ended up speaking parcel tongue to uh, with Bethilda Badshock uh, without even noticing noticing it, uh, and then Hermione finds the body, you know, and then it's pretty much that they apparate into the forest. Uh, talk about Grindelwald, Harry's wand broke, uh, and then again, yeah. Uh, Harry keeps guard with Hermione's wand. Harry sees a doe. Finds the sword of Gryffindor and Ron destroys the Horcrux. Uh, well, before he sees Harry and Hermione making out naked. Yeah. That weird vision. Shh. We don't talk about that. That, that. that was a little bit weird, but it's okay, Jack. We've done that before. Hey, yo, why? <laughs> uh, uh, so it must not be that weird. Ron gives Harry a wand he got off of a snatcher. They go to Lena's dad's house. They Wiener's dad's house? No, that's what I said. You, my man being bro, so gay right now. Bro, your your mind must be going places right now. My Jesus. mind? You're the one that said a wiener, nah, bro. Dude, we gotta play that back then. Uh, and then they he tells them about the Deathly Hollows. you know. Very, very cool story about death. The three brothers, all the invisibility cloak, the elder wand, the resurrection stone. Which is funny because in the first one he's like, oh, it's an invisibility cloak. Those are rare. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out, no, not rare. There's one only of a kind. one of a kind. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, they try to leave, and then Luna Lovegood's father's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then, uh, they barely escape that. Which leads them to the, yeah, the, Malfoy Manor. Well, no, this is where they get caught by the Snatchers first, and then Hermione uses that spell on Harry's yeah. face so he looks different. They notice the scar, they take him to the, uh, Malfoy Manor. Um. Draco backs him up. Yeah. And then they go into the cellar while Hermione gets tortured by Bellatrix. And then they see Luna and Ollivander in the cell. They uh, they pretty much just hear Hermione being tortured. And then the, they, you know, Bellatrix ends up fucking some people up. And then uh, Dobby comes, you know, he saves them. Well, Dobby yeah, to the he rescue. saves uh, Ron, Harry, Kirk, uh, what's it, Kirkshank? Kirk, 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 oh, it's Creature, actually, yeah. Yeah, creature in the Luna. Oh, and Ollivander. Who? What? What a weird thing. Cause like he gets kidnapped in the wait, beginning. I don't of think this... it was creature. I think it was the goblin, right? Oh, you're wait. Creature's the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other elf. Uh, he has a name, but anyway, yeah. yeah Ollivander gets kidnapped. With, I think his name starts with an R. Like his that. name gets or he get 
Ollivander got kidnapped at the beginning of the sixth, mm-hmm. and it's only coming back now. I just find that interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they go they go up there, they all end up escaping. Bellatrix throws something at Dobby and Dobby. It shouldn't have gone through, bro. Dobby ends up dead, Jack. That's the saddest stuff. Yeah, yeah, it actually is. That's the saddest. I don't I I shed a tear over I Foreskin, bro. And then, and then, this is probably one of Daniel Radcliffe's best scenes, where he's like, "I want to bury him. I, I want to give him a proper burial." Luna's like, "You gotta close his eyes." Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, like, you can tell he just doesn't want to either. Man, uh, like he's sleeping. And then I don't remember this, but this is what Schmoop said: the movie ends with Voldemort getting the Elder Wand. Yeah, he goes to the grave, and mm-hmm. then he like takes it. And yeah, because but that opens up in the seventh part two as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it was a post-credit scene. Okay, so then the next one. Wait. Wait. This, this, okay, this is the theories. You didn't do it, did you, John? No, I know I did it. I'm positive I did it. I might have done it in a different notebook, but I'm positive I did it. Ridiculous. I'm literally positive I did it. I, I remember doing plan. it all last night. No, I literally remember doing this all, uh, most of this last night. Man. No, I remember, because I did the... You I can did. explain to them... Why? Again, no, John, no. two podcasts in a row, I gave you homework. Do you not see... Well, wait, wait, why don't we show them the difference between our notes, first of all? Well, first, let's start by saying that I took the notes on my own validity. I didn't use schmoop, alright? What? You tell me to do a scene by scene. What else am I supposed to do? Go rent the movies again? You were supposed to do it at the beginning. Have you still smooth? S-H. Well, I watched this one like two nights ago again, so I should be able to do this off the top of my head. Keep scrolling down. There. This one I know has 30 scenes. Alright. So we open with the montage. You know what we talked about, the post-credit scene. Maybe it was the end. Who really knows? Um, and then that brings us into uh, the mentors watching over Hogwarts, which we didn't see last movie. The only movie we don't see Hogwarts, like or uh, any of the staff, obviously that goes along with it. Uh, Snape is now the headmaster, mm-hmm. which we did not know until now. Uh, we go to Bill and Fleur, 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 the Cure. Or whatever uh, house and you know interesting because like you know she's just in like a couple of scenes in the fourth one mm-hmm. important but you know and now she's married to Bill who is played by uh, the guy who plays uh, the, the one dude in Star Wars yeah General Hawks right? yeah yeah um, we mourn Dobby some more because why wouldn't you Dobby. and then uh Harry talks to the goblin, Griffith. It's not yeah, R. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, about uh, Bellatrix's vault, which even though she's like the most dangerous wizard, is like the most protected vault. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then he pretty much is saying like, I'll give you the, you give me the sword and I'll get you into the vault. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Um, oh... Oh, so, like, well, the sword was, like, in the vault, and so Harry's like, well, how is it with me now? And then Snape, I guess, swapped it. 
Which is why I think in the movies, especially towards in this movie, they make Snape like a good guy rather than a bad guy that they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Snape isn't a get bad guy in the books, but it's just like he does he doesn't care about Harry. He cares about Luna. Uh, and then you know we got some more talking about the Horcrux and Bellatrix's vault. Then they finally reunite with Ollivander, who we haven't talked to since the first movie. Uh, and they talk. He talks about the wand. He goes through the different wands, saying like which one Harry will be able to use. And then he finally says Draco's, because Harry disarmed him. Mm-hmm. We also learn here that rule about how disarming, you know, gives you the wand or whatever. Which is funny because like then Harry, like all of them shouldn't have wands then. Yeah, because like, does that mean that Snape? Oh, <gasps> I just have a theory. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Snape disarms Lockhart, and Lockhart can't do magic. Is it because Snape owned Lockhart's wand? No, because he couldn't do magic before that. Nah, my theory's probably right. Uh, so, they all are preparing to um, go into Bellatrix's vault, you know. Uh, uh, Hermione's, you know, nervous and all because she doesn't know how to act or whatever. They go under the invisibility cloak. And they go through, and then you know they're they're being sus. They don't they don't do uh, a good job at going through here. So uh, they you know they get other people. People start getting alerted, and then uh, Griff Hook Griff Hook does the like weird thing spell he puts on the new head. And just so you know, I don't know if you remember this, but Griff Hook is the person who escorted Harry. Yeah, mm-hmm. but different actor and all that. Uh, so then they go through the vault the you know like uh rail system thing and then they are uh it's like an alert goes on they're dumped it down and then you know, hermione saves them by like stopping them before and then they drop down and uh we also hear the dragon breath and then they uh so then they come up to bellatrix's vault which is guarded by a dragon and Griff Hook tells them how to get through, so they get through. And then, then they come up to the room, and there's like a charm, or when you touch one thing, it multiplies into a bunch of other things. And then, you know, they need to grab their cup, and then someone accidentally touches something, and everything starts multiplying. Uh, somehow they don't die, which doesn't make much sense, because if the rule applies, it should multiply until they die, because someone's always mm-hmm. touching something. Yeah, it just stops randomly, and I don't know why. When they stop moving. but they So it's like Devil's Snare in the first one, or something. Uh, and then, right as, you know, they're about... Or then Griffhook gets the cup, and when Harry's trying to get, you know, get it, the, we find out that Griffhook is a bad guy, and he betrays them, and then... Uh, he gives them the cup, right? And then they lost this. Then they get the sword taken. Mm-hmm. Then they have to escape. But it's really bad, you know, because you got bad guys on the other side, this dragon. How are they going to get out? Well, of course, the only smart thing to do, ride the dragon. So they ride the dragon out. Probably the coolest scene. Mm-hmm. You know, even the one, uh, the Gringotts at... 
Universal has like the dragon on top of it and everything. Honestly, they they have such good CGI in Harry Potter. Yeah, it looks it's like really so underrated. I think their CGI, especially in the later movies. Well, mm-hmm. actually, only in the later movies because the first one. I don't know. For the first one, for its time, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, we've seen better. Yeah. Well, at least for the troll. Yeah, a lot of it's good. I got, yeah, yeah. A lot of it's good. A lot of it's good. Um, and then they go to the lake, jump off, and then, you know, they get changed. And then Harry has a vision of Voldemort, so he knows that Voldemort knows that they're getting the Horcruxes. And then you, that sets the time limit on us that we got to do this quick. So they... Um, they need to go back to Hogwarts to find the other uh, Horcruxes. And now we cut to Voldemort, who's talking to his snake, mm-hmm. uh, just reaffirming the fact that he knows. And then we see that Griphook is dead. Uh, so, wait, so why, do you, do you remember why Griphook, like, betrays them? I don't know. Just because he's a goblin, I think. Oh. Well, he also said, he also says, I, pr- I promised you I would get you in the vault, I never yeah. said I'd get you. So yeah, I guess it literally just because he's like a bad person. So then, Harry, Ron, and Hermione go to Hogsmeade, uh, and then that's where they meet uh, Albus or Dumbledore's brother, who is also Dumbledore because it's his brother. But uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, who's Al Al Alberforth? Oh, Aberforth, Aberforth. So Amy. then we also see the, they talk, you know, you can see how they're two completely different people, Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And well, one, Dumbledore, one thing Albus and Aberforth. In part one and part two is that Aberforth, uh, uh, that Harry really doesn't know Dumbledore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he, he mentions that. He's like, uh, well, you think you know him. You don't really know him. Mm-hmm. They mention it at the first one at the wedding as well. So then... Uh, you know, the his sister, who died when he was young, we learn, op- opens up, like, the painting that she's in to reveal a secret entrance to Hogwarts. We know that there was many before this, um, from, like, number three. They say that there's a lot of passages and all that stuff. Uh, but we know that Snape and Filch together, knowing them, patched a bunch of them up, or most of them, as much as they could. And so they go to Hogwarts, where they're greeted by... Well, Neville brings them, obviously, he's saying, he explains to us that most of the secret badges are filled and why, and that Snape's the new headmaster and all that to Harry, Ron and Hermione. Then they get in, they meet Seamus, Seamus, yeah, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, all the other people, they're greeted, Harry tells everyone what's going on, that they need to find this one specific thing, so everyone uh, look for it. And uh, that specific thing is another Horcrux, that being Ravenclaw's uh, diadem. Lost diadem. And then we have some more romance with Ginny and Harry, which, whatever. That that whole thing is so dumb because it was, like, so unbuilt up to. Uh, the the sixth one kind of builds it nicely. Oh, yeah. Somewhat. What about the other six, or, yeah, six movies? Well, Ginny always just had a crush on Harry. That was pretty much it. Yeah, but in the books... That know. will bring us to one of our conspiracy theories later. Oh, oh. Ooh. Um, so then... Oh, this is the best. Okay, so then we get to the scene where they're in the Great Hall. Snape is like, so... If we've seen Harry Potter... You know, mm-hmm. talk really slow. 
Another great acting moment by Daniel Radcliffe. No, no, no. Better by, uh, uh, what's his name? Alan Rickman. Yeah, he, he's Alan Rickman's really And then good. just, man, it's literally, it's literally like Avengers Endgame here. Like, then he's like, he's walking up and then Harry jumps out. And then everyone walks in behind him. He's got like his whole army behind him. It's like all the best wizards. And then that awesome fight. See, this is what type of stuff we should have seen the whole series. McGonagall versus Snape where she like, you know, does the fire and he does the weird black thing and goes out the window like magic. You know, not just like imagine if she went like and he just like ran way more advanced. But still, we we only see that with like we only see like butts well, really short. But I mean, you have the uh, Order of the Phoenix who are all really advanced. Like there was one part where I realized I don't know when it comes. I can't remember when it comes up. But when I realized that these that they've actually kind of mastered magic at this point. Not like you obviously never can master magic, but like they got it down pretty much. It's like when uh. When you remember in the scene with the room of requirement where they're just the fire, Harry really quickly without even noticing, like it's like you don't even really notice it, just uses like water like mm-hmm. that. Oh, what's that spell? Aguamente, I think is yeah. the spell. So I got it up here. Uh, so then, you know, McGonagall pretty much takes back the um, castle. She lights mm-hmm. the great hall with all the flames that we all remember. Everyone's happy. And then. Voldemort goes over the PA, you know? He's like, yeah. <laughs> just so everyone knows, hey, yo, I, I got you guys. He's in the principal's office. Yeah, he's over the PA system, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, and everyone's staring at Harry, my man. But he doesn't face any embarrassment. Big props. I mean, if everyone was staring at me because someone said, hey, yo, I'm going to kill you because of him, <laughs> I'd be um, like... Let's talk about how one Slytherin ruins it for all of them. The one Slytherin girl goes like, well, what are you going to do? Get him! And then, and then she's like, she's like, this is where he's like, Phil, she says, Filch, escort the Slytherins to, or, yeah. to the dungeons we'll do. I know. <laughs> imagine, God. imagine them being like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you think, right cause like they don't, they don't all hate Harry Potter. Just yeah, like Draco, like kind of like guys hate him, but Draco isn't there. <laughs> so like, I bet most of them could care less. And then wait, wait, wait I can't remember which one of his crab or goyle. Which, which one turned black? crab because the actor tried to blow up um uh an area in in england he made a homemade bomb why did they why didn't they find one that looked like something like him no i think it's better that they just fall replace him instead of trying to find another short little fat kid it's skinny and black skinny black and tall they're literally opposites um so then you know Luna chases Harry and like telling him he can help or she tells him he can she can help he's like no and then uh they meet the uh Helena or Helena Helena the ghost Ravenclaw's daughter and she's like I can't tell you that because this boy was being mean to me and all that jazz and then Voldemort now is waiting outside which now I can mention another thing I don't like about this movie um the, the like added viaduct that just randomly leads to the field very unnecessary inclusion for uh just like practically in terms of like i understand why i needed to be there but yeah doesn't it seems very unnecessary like it doesn't make much sense you know they have multiple entrances and exits already why do you need another one you know you could explain it away as like snape put it there for him but we know snape is actually working for you know like the good guys so 
Honestly, you actually never know which side Snape's on. True. It's pretty unclear even by the end. And then, uh, you know, we get Harry finally gets it out of Helena. Helena? Helena, yeah. <laughs> about, you know, where the crown is and all that. So he goes to get it. And then we cut back to uh, the Death Eaters trying to enter the castle. Uh, and then some more moments of just like people in the castle talking about the oncoming war. Uh, then Ron and Hermione try to enter the Chamber of Secrets. And then, uh, oh yeah, so Ron has parcel, like you can learn parcel tongue like Spanish. Do you think, it, what I'm wondering is like, he probably didn't understand what Harry was saying at all. He probably just yeah. like, was like. Yeah, but like, so, okay. So here's the thing. They they talk about Harry, they, they think Harry is the heir of Slytherin, one of the scariest things anyone could be because he can speak parcel tongue. But we also learn here that you can learn it, and anyone can speak it. Well, it's probably the reason is sense. probably not. It's it was probably considered something bad by wizards, right? Yeah. And there, so since there was so many, there were so little people who would speak it, it was hard to find pe- someone who would teach you. Could be, but. And then also after after this movie, Ron knows more parcel tongue than Harry. What do you mean? J.K. Oh, Rowling yeah. said that after Voldemort died, Harry can't speak Parseltongue, which yeah. I think is weird. But couldn't he probably... I don't know. That doesn't make much sense. Like, wouldn't he hold on to some things? Mm-hmm. Just like, well, like if when I'm done with it. Spanish this year, right? I'm not going to remember Spanish, but like, I'll be able to say some phrases. Yeah, like... like It's, it's not it, much of a useful well, it's because it's Well, it's because he kills the part of him that's Voldemort, yeah, yeah. right? But it's like, I don't think he'd forget an entire language then. Uh, so then we have more of the Death Eaters trying to get in, and then we go back to the Chamber of Secrets where Ron and Hermione break the thing and then, uh, you know, have a kiss. And I guess, you know, it was very awkward for them because they felt more like brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Very strange when you say it that way. <laughs> um, well, this one describes it as they make out. I wouldn't call that making out, but whatever. Um... Wow, Voldemort is now mad, okay? <laughs> uh, his wand isn't working properly, the other wand, that is. And then, uh, but they keep on doing the thing, they're like, whatever they're saying, and then the things finally break, the, you know, whatever. But wait, you, you also skipped the part where McGonagall's like, she sends all those, it's oh, yeah. just so cool, where she sends those, uh... I probably should have mentioned that. Yeah, I skipped knights. over that part. Yeah, like the knights, and she's like, I always wanted to use that, she goes... And all the professors building up the barrier is yeah, so, so cool. cool. Yeah, that, that when I was mentioning all the people like getting ready, that's mm-hmm. a, as part of it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they they're all sending up the weird light things. I mean, everyone, not even professors like Molly Weasley. We can presume anyone else that's mm-hmm. like an adult there. And one of the funny things I see, you know, she's always like, she after she's like, I always wanted to do that, and she does that little face. I see so many memes about that now. Where it's Mer- like, so what were you having McGonagall's detention for? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then the barrier breaks and then, um, so the Death Eaters rush in, uh, and then it's just total chaos. You got the giants destroying the Quidditch field. They're coming in. People are trying to hold them off. The knights are trying to hold the giants off, but they're just like knocking the knights over, you know, just total like in like end game stuff, but just like random. This is, this is what I wanted to ask. Do you think Voldemort has any idea who Ron and Hermione even are? (laughs) He always only seems focused on Harry. Well, it makes sense, but yeah, like, do you think they know each other? Probably not. 
so then um, Harry and Ginny have a moment. And Harry runs to the room of requirement, and then Draco is there. Some little Easter eggs. We see some things from past movies. Notably, we see the chest set from the first mm-hmm. movie is in there. Um, there's a couple other things. Whatever. There's some other things. You get it. Um, so then, and, uh, you know, wait, here it's, wait, it is supposed to be still crab, I think. Or this get, got it wrong. What do you mean? Draco and his friends, Crab and Goyle. Yeah, it is supposed to be still, it's supposed to be still. Oh, it is? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Why didn't they find someone else? Why would they just name a different person? I don't know. We just say, just say Crab fucking died or something. Yeah, just say like he died or had to go off or something. And then, and then I find it funny that the Just wa- say like he died, died of diabetes. Goyle's the one who dies. <laughs> Not even Crab. Why wouldn't they kill Crab so he's there for one second so people don't even notice that? Well, he, he was in jail. Alone. You know, but you you get what I'm saying. They could yeah. have killed him because the, the, yeah, they could have done like a face replacement or a similar actor because he doesn't have to be there long. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> um, so then you know they arrive. They're trying to get Draco's wand back. That's that's the goal here. And then, you know, Draco and Harry are like, so why didn't you give me up? And Draco's like, meow, meow, meow. and mm-hmm. then. They get the thing, uh, Draco run, run, runs away, but then, all of a sudden, this big fire thing, Ron comes back, the other, they're all running, and then there's this, the fire fiend comes, and there's a, it's engulfing the entire rumor requirement. Harry just barely gets on, gets the horcrux, and then he gets his broom, and then, because he's a hero, he saves Draco, and, uh, Crab... <laughs> Or AKA Black Dude, not Crab. Mm-hmm. And Goyle dies, by the way. Yeah. And then, and I think he's made it. That's what, because he like is flicking mm-hmm. off the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he pretty much kills himself. And then they all ride out. And right when they get out, the door is closed. The fire fiend, you know, is stopped. And then they break the, uh, the thing, uh, the uh, Horcrux, which is the diadem still. I right. just, I just love how Draco turns from. A normal bully to a full-on villain. He's like picking on him. He's like, haha, stupid. And then he's like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. I'm gonna kill you. And then uh, Voldemort pretty much says he needs to protect the snake because he knows now that he only has the snake and him left. Also, Harry, he doesn't know yeah, that he though. He, he never, he only finds out when he kills Harry that Harry is another horcrux. I don't know this for sure, but I heard something that J.K. Rowling said that Voldemort made more horcruxes. And how did he die? I don't fucking know. She's a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so then, oh, and the, oh, so then the he, Harry goes down. He sees, uh, oh wait, no, no, no. He has a vision of Voldemort talking to Lucius about something. Uh, so then Harry's like, oh, we need to go, uh, go down there, because uh, Voldemort asked for Snape. So they run down. By the way, through like the heat of the battle, no one even bats an eye to you know the most important three people running down. Mm. They run down to the dockyard. Um, well, it's also kind of sad because they see some of the, like the people, even though you don't like see them really interact in the movies. Some of them are Gryffindors and stuff, and you just see their bodies lying there. Yeah, and you yeah. See Ron's first girlfriend dead as well. Good. Well, yeah, but it's still like that's a feels bad moment. Really? <laughs> I love dead. Yeah, I was like, yes, they know what's up. They know how they messed up in that one and six. Um, so yeah, they go down. Oh, Abathorth, Abathorth joins the fight. Very cool. Um, 
Well, because he says he's like, I'm not going to join it. He does. He's actually a good guy. Not surprising. And then, uh, so they go down, and then Voldemort off Snape. And we learn that, you know, well, this is actually the first time that Snape calls Harry, Harry. Mm-hmm. Every time other, he's, he calls him Mr. Potter. Or just Potter. Yeah. And so now, it's, you know, it's kind of a, it's a little thing. Uh, you know, Snape pretty much tells him, yeah, you don't own the other one. Mm-hmm. And then, or wait, does he say he does? No, he he says that he, he says I don't know what you're talking about. The only one is yours and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. yeah. He fakes it and all that, mm-hmm. and then he kills him because Voldemort sees right through it. And I feel bad for Snape. Literally, he didn't use, he didn't even use Savannah Kedavra. Voldemort. This is a, someone who has been your like number hand, second number like in power. Right hand man. Right hand man for like a pretty long time, even before like yeah. The, like the first war, right? He doesn't have any like emotion. Yeah, and he well, he also sympathy, slits empathy. his throat instead of using a vodka dower and says Nagini kill. Yeah, oof, yeah, that was that was bad. Oh yeah, doesn't he just use Nagini kill? No, he he slits his throat. Okay, he was like that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And then yes, yeah, so then we get probably one of the most beautiful scenes in the movie. We get you know the backstory of Lily and Snape and all that jazz instead of you know focusing on how pretty much of a dick James was. We just mm-hmm. get to see that. And how what Snape did for Lily and all that jazz, and then we get another PA saying uh, from Voldemort over the speakers. Uh, he's like, "Ayo, bring Harry to the Forbidden Forest." He's like, <laughs> "I gotta do this." So then you know Harry runs through the what what is it called? The Great Hall, not Great Hall, like the the door, like the staircase, the, the grand staircase or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has his goodbyes because you know he's going to die. Well, no, first he goes to. The, oh wait, trying to remember something. Oh, well, we forgot, you forgot to mention how he saw Snape mention to Dumbledore that, like, the boy must die and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He finds out that he's a Horcrux. Pretty much, yeah. And so then he's like, okay, I gotta go. Uh, like, he says bye, because, like, he, he is gonna die. I Honestly, mean, the, the line, Ron, he doesn't even say really goodbye to Ron, but the line that kind of hit was when he's like, he's like, um, I've gotta do this, and I think I've known for a while, and I think you have too. Yeah. And then she just runs and hugs him and mm-hmm. says, I'll go with you. Yeah. And I like how, like, Ron still, like, isn't good at emotion. And he's just like, yeah, bro. See you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's more of, like, Ron just doesn't know what to do. Yeah. So, and then they all, they pretty much say, like, okay, we're going for the snake. I'm going to go do this. And then it's all good. Ginny. And they all share their goodbyes as if it was Harry's death. And then um, Harry goes to the Forbidden Forest. Hagrid is locked up hate that we love Hagrid here so it's not fun to see him like that and then uh Harry realizes that there's the stone is in the snitch it wasn't just like you could well, have... well that's the second before we see Hagrid oh he, yeah he talks all I guess I'm kind of going out of order but yeah, yeah this is so like he, he sees the stone he's like it's a resurrection stone so now Harry has all three pretty much of the Deathly Hallows mm-hmm. and they, it's all right there and then uh he uh goes to Voldemort Voldemort there's a little cackle mm-hmm. about a cadaver, kills him, and then we see uh, maybe even worse than Dobby being foreskin. We see like baby Voldemort. Yeah. No baby Yoda. I'll say that much. Yeah, he's like bloodied. Ugh. Um, and then Dumbledore, they're in like heaven at um, King Cross Station. Dumbledore's like, I'm not real. Yeah, but Hagrid's lying when he says, "No, Harry, what are you doing here?" Oh, oh yeah, hits. Yeah, man. Uh, Hagrid, what a G. So then, you know, 
Dumbledore being man who he is is like like gives all his like old wizard speech stuff and then uh he's like you know we get help goes or help will always be given at hogwarts to whoever deserves it mm-hmm. he not as it. catchy as the original mm-hmm. probably why he didn't say that <laughs> but it's it's truly the statement but you know help will be given to, at hogwarts to anyone who needs it sounds a, a bit better yeah, it's, it's a good thing to you know open up with and then uh they, they, you know, they go check on uh, uh what narcissa or something i think it's mm-hmm. goes and checks if harry's still alive and she asks she whispers is malfoy alive like is he alive and i always just thought like harry just moved right and she's like he she knew he was alive but i realized he shook his head yes mm, i didn't notice that um and then of course Beltrix being a little bitch uh, like always uh and then this is when they take him back hagrid is holding the body uh and then oh oh wait no so then we get the scene where neville gets to shine mm-hmm. he takes the uh neville's sword, feature is so good sword out of the hat and we know that it only goes to the people like deserve it and need it and like all that from the second movie and just slices uh nagini well this is, it doesn't happen here he gets he gets uh flown back first and he he's asleep oh right mm-hmm. oh yeah so then hagrid is carrying harry's dead body and then you get another you know everyone's like <gasps> and then voldemort does his little more cackles and does his little speech and he's like then draco and malfoy do the weird hug that was improvised mm-hmm. So that's why it was so truly awkward. And then he's like, anyone else wants to join him? And then Neville's like, <sighs> he like pretends and then everyone's making fun of Neville, which I love because like they're making fun of Neville, but then Neville just, I mean, he, he kills one seventh of Voldemort right there. Mm-hmm. Man. He, well, just, he, gets, he gets thrown back asleep and then uh, Harry wakes up. They, he, he runs and then Voldemort follows. The fight continues. Uh, then they're... Tr- uh, Harry's trying to get Voldemort to like away from the snake so he can kill the snake first. Ayo, ayo, you skipped over that though. The like how epic it was when he comes back, and like he like Voldemort like is like mm-hmm. throwing all the fire spells and Harry's just running through like the uh, like vi- or like main entrance type uh, courtyard thing. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have kept that deleted scene in where uh, Malfoy throws him in his wand. Yeah, I guess that would have been cool, but. Because you see Malfoy, like, look around at all his friends when Voldemort... Like, not yeah. friends, but, like, everyone when Voldemort calls him over. Yeah. So then... Then that's when he kills... Yeah, because I... <laughs> I was just waiting for the moment. I kept on thinking it happened earlier mm-hmm. every time it was about to happen. I, I also noticed something cool, though, is when they... When his dad is, like... Uh, Malfoy, come here, like, is, like, come here, right? He doesn't go until his mom asks him to go. Yeah, well, because nobody... Lucius looks so bad and like... I mean, mm-hmm. on purpose, but, like, well, yeah. Yeah, and, and Lucius is, like, he didn't really ever care about Malfoy, really. Yeah, he, he always just cared about pretty much not dying himself, really. Yeah. So, uh, then, uh, you know, all that. Neville kills the snake, and... Well, you, you skipped over the part where Harry, and, where Harry says to Voldemort, let's finish this how we started, Tom together and then they jump off and that's wait neville kills the snake after that i'm pretty sure he kills it while they're doing that hold up so he makes his move oh a failed attempt and then mm-hmm. 
Okay, yeah, you're right. So then they're dueling throughout the castle. Um, wait, what the? Oh wait, are when they are going up, does Neville do it? Because doesn't no, like Voldemort no. stumble? Uh, so when does when does that? Because I know when they're going up the staircase, something happens where Voldemort pauses. So uh, Harry's trying to get Voldemort. Voldemort just keeps going around. Yeah. Right? Harry's trying to get him away from the snake. Harry has the the two, uh, yeah, and he tries right. to go for it for himself. And then, but then he drops the. And then Ron, Ron and Hermione go for it, but then it gets hit out of his hand. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So then they, uh, snake is going on at the same time. Harry's trying to get Voldemort away or whatever, and then Voldemort they get to the top. Yeah. And then they have that moment where he's like, "Let's finish how we start Tom." And then the weird like, look, it looks good and all, but like the weird face melding mm-hmm. thing where their faces like mold together and. I wonder if that's how it looks like to apparate or whatever they. It's not apparating. Well, it does because they all kind of morph together. Yeah, it looks. It looks. I don't know. Very strange when they're like flying around with the black stuff, and then mm-hmm. they land. Neville kills the snake. Finally, we got mm-hmm. to that after me being wrong like seven times. Um, yeah, epic. Neville gets his moment. He got. He had a couple moments in this movie for sure, and uh, then we get the Molly and Bellatrix. Man, that's probably one of the most satisfying parts. So did did Fred die to Bellatrix? I think because I think I remember her being like, "You killed my son," or something. And she meant she says she says not my daughter. You oh bitch. yeah, right. So like I don't know. No, if, no, she didn't. Because then yeah, I would have wanted Neville or Harry to. Because that's him. what I was thinking. I was like, I remember when I was watching, and I'm like, because I thought she must have killed Fred, right? Because like, Molly got the huge moment with it, but not really. I mean. I was like, like, it's still really cool and all, but, like, it's, it's not really as deserved as had Neville. But Neville just got his moment. Harry's going to get his, mm-hmm. he's got a million moments, and he's already going to get another. So it makes sense in the end. Though it would have been better than just have her kill Fred. Mm-hmm. Or even Hermione to do it because she just got tortured by Bellatrix. Yeah. Like, either one of them. A couple little switches there could have been better. Mm-hmm. But it's still really cool. Still really cool. Um... Oh, wait, that happens before the sword. Mm-hmm. Neville, or before, uh, whatever. It's fine. You'll just go from here. And then they have the duel where Nagini, all the Horcruxes are dead and Harry's alive. Whatever. However that works. It's like soul, or I don't know. Whatever how it works. And then, um. And this is the most important part of your, like, most important part of your life. You have to kill this wizard. You use a disarming spell? Yeah. Yeah, well, it works. I mean, it probably used mainly because it looked better and they could contrast it, but... Yeah. But, like, can they just then, like, I don't know, do another, like, killing curse? There wasn't any other killing curse, though. Not killing curse. Bad curse. Well, it works. I mean, it kills him. Yeah. So, which doesn't make much sense. It disarms him and kills him. Yeah, it's weird. He gets Thanos snapped, Mm -hmm. notably. I think everyone... Endgame copied Harry Potter. Because I think when, like... I because I remember like a couple like weeks or whatever after Infinity War I was like, uh, you know what that kind of looked like? <laughs> I was like that kind of looked like Voldemort dying, and then we get the scene where he breaks the Elder Wand, uh, kind of wrapping up a bunch of stuff. Actually, it's mostly just wrapping up Harry and Hermione and Ron, and uh, then we, you know, well that's the explanation of how it all works. Mm, correct me if I'm wrong. There was a scene where Harry sat down with Hagrid for a split second. I could have swore it. Oh, yeah. Well, he walks back in. Oh, yeah. He walks back in. That's when he sees Fred is dead. He sees Lupin and Tonks. And no, then... that's all before his battle. 
Yeah. That's all before like the big. big I don't think he he either sits down then or doesn't. I saw after because remember when he gives Hagrid a hug. Maybe it's a deleted scene or something. But I that pillar in the background. I just remember them sitting on it for some reason. I don't remember him sitting on it. I I might just be mixing things up, but. But yeah. So then we have the final scene where they're all older, and then for some reason Harry calls his son by his first, middle, and last name to you know tell him he's gonna be okay. You know, my dad would been like, it's gonna be okay. And that, that's it. Even if even if he was be like on his knee and like telling me it's gonna be okay, he wouldn't have been like Jack Elias Robinson. It will be okay. <laughs> now overall rates for fifth movie. Oh yeah, we didn't do that. Um, mm-hmm. so the fifth movie, uh, probably like an 80, 80, 83. I say eighty five. All right. Sixth. Sixth. I give this. Oh one. oh, you know what I was gonna say? I was thinking about this last night. I'm dropping all my ratings down to five, five points. So like, I gave one of them like I think a seventy-seven last time. That goes down to like a seventy, um, seventy-two. You're dropping all of them five points? Yeah. Well, because except for well, yeah, yeah, I'm dropping them all five points, including Order of the Phoenix, which I just did. Because I realize now, while yes, they're incredible together, like they don't compare really to. To, you know, like actual like actual movie, like, you know, you know what I mean, right? You could say the same about Marvel, though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you wouldn't. Would you give Marvel like all C's? No, I'd give Marvel probably in the eighties, unless the movies were bad. Well, in the first one, you rated them all like eighty two or eighty three. Yeah. So, so, so they'd be the like. Now? They're being like the seventy five. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure I'm decently surprised. Well, just because like I was thinking, I'm like. All right, because you're going to see what I'm going to give, like, Deathly Hallows Part 2 in a second. But I'm just like, while, yes, they're really good films, they, like, if you were to just watch one of them on their own, they don't all necessarily stand alone, and all, which I get they're supposed to watch together. But it's just like, you know, the filmmaking isn't as, as superb. Like, oh, except for Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, you know what? I'm going to re-rate them all when... Should we just re-rate them now? Okay, sure. Or at least I will. So... Um, for Sorcerer's Stone, I'm going to give it a clean 75. Okay. Uh, mine for Sorcerer's Stone is an 80. For Chamber of Secrets, clean 78. Mine for Chamber of Secrets... It's, it's not worse than... 82. <laughs> it's, uh, you may be mad at me for this one. Um, Prisoner of Azkaban, I'm going to give an 87. That's gonna be the highest, isn't it? No, but okay, good. because when I when I thought about it, I'm like, in terms of filmmaking, first off, that movie would stand alone the best, See? or one of the best, because even with like Death of the Part Two, even though it's a great movie, and you'll see, well, I'm gonna rank it or rate it, but like it can't stand on its own. You need to watch another movie to understand it, and that's kind of where it, you know, that's where that's where Prisoner Askman gets that extra little thing. Um. Okay. So then. Prisoner of Azkaban for me, 85. All right. Um, uh, Goblet of Fire, I'm going to give a 72. Okay, I'm going to give Goblet of Fire an 81. All right. Order of the Phoenix, I'm probably going to give a 80. I say 83. All right. Uh, Half Blood Prince, I'm going to give a 74. Oh, this one, this one for me, 78. Uh, and then Death Hills Part One, I'm gonna give a seventy. That's the lowest, isn't it? Yeah. 
Deathly Hollows Part 1. I'm just making sure the rankings all are going to line up for me. 79. <laughs> wow. And then Part 2, I'm going to give a probably a, a 95. I give it 5 stars on my letterbox. I would have to give it like a 98, 97. Yeah. Alright. So with that, now I don't okay. know if you're paying attention to what you did, but I'm going to want to rank it too. What do you mean? Rank the movies. Oh, oh, I wasn't really. I think I remember what mine was. Uh, I'll do mine quickly, and then you can do yours just so it's not all, like, you know, separated. So my least favorite, number eight, is going to be part one. Death Hills part one. Then it's going to be uh, probably, oh, uh, yeah, then it's going to be uh, Goblet of Fire. Then Half-Blood Prince. And then uh, I think Order of the, F- oh, wait, no, no, no. Then uh, Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber Secrets. Then Order of the Phoenix, then Prisoner of Azkaban, and then Death of the Part 2. Alright, mine lowest, Half Blood Prince. Second lowest was Part 1 of Deathly Hollows. Then it went to the first one, and then I think it was the second one. I think mine mainly, and then I think it was the fourth one, and then the third one, and then. Wait, am, wait. Oh, I skipped the fifth one. I think the fifth one was worse than the third one. I can't, I can't it doesn't matter exactly. Right. You, you probably already know because you watched the video. So so yeah, that's our ratings. And now, even though we're running pretty long on time, we're going to do a new little segment. All right, so we have fan theories about Harry Potter, and Jack is Jack and me are going to rate on believability and now, coolness out of 10. He found these, so I don't know what they are. So He's probably I'm, heard of them, though. Probably. Um, Harry Potter is now immortal. Because it says that either that Harry has to either kill Voldemort or Voldemort has to kill him. Well, but they explain that what actually is going on is that a piece of Voldemort is in Harry, and we we see that visualized with the little baby Voldemort. So you know that's that's dead. So no. Okay, uh, and then this one I actually kind of liked, but I don't think it's true. The Dursleys were mean to Harry because he's a Horcrux. Oh yeah, no. I actually kind of believe that one. Mm-hmm. It's it's it makes sense. I think I think they're bad people, but it was just heightened. But we also yeah, because we know that like how Mistersley um, felt about Lily in the mm-hmm. flashbacks and just how she talks about her. So yeah, I think it's probably heightened. But we already know that they're yeah pretty big a-holes. Ginny used a love potion on Harry, <laughs> and then they got married and had kids. So yeah, no. <laughs> well, unless she just kept keep on giving it to him. I could be. Uh, we already talked about this one. Neville isn't a bad wizard, which I don't think he is. Yeah, no, he's not. Yeah, and then um, well, actually, he never performs good magic. Think about it. He just kills with not with not with magic, by the way, but he kills Nagini. Mm-hmm. But again, not with magic. So actually, yeah, he is a he's uh, a bad wizard. And then Hogwarts was all in Harry's head. Like everything was just all in his head. I hate those. I. Hate those ideas. See, this one makes sense though because what? Because he Dumbledore says to Harry, "This he Harry says, is this is all, this is all in my head." Like I, I understand this one can make sense to people. I understand. How wait, it wait, does. wait, 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 wait! Entire series. Yeah, I personally don't believe it. I, I personally don't believe it. But like people see, say that Harry was a traumatized kid, watched his parents die. He he was he went to the Dursleys, who pretty much tortured him, and he imagined this world where he was important to every single person. Yeah, that, that could make sense, but um, let's see. That undermines every arc, every character, every theme, every event, every plot, every movie. 
How long are these pro together? Probably like 16 hours. Yeah, uh, no. I'd like to not believe that one. Uh, yeah, I personally don't want to believe it, but it, makes, it can make sense. It could people. make sense. Uh, Crookshanks was actually Lily Potter's cat. Cause Cats don't live that long. Cats live a decent amount of time, depending on when you got it. Yeah, but the, they literally say the old Wizarding War was like 15 or something years ago. And Crookshanks is... I mean, Crookshanks wasn't was was pretty much pre-owned though. Someone else owned it before Hermione got it. Mm. And Lily Potter had a cat. Had a cat, yeah. Um, and it was kind of oh wait, does that mean your cat is also Crookshanks because yeah. you own a cat? Oh, and my neighbor no, owns no, a cat. No, it was described to be similar as Crookshanks. Hmm. My neighbor owns a cat that looks very similar to Crookshanks. <laughs> so sure. my neighbor must own uh, Crookshanks. And then... This one, I personally believe, the defense against the dark arts position was cursed. That's not a theory. They say that. They do? In the sixth no, book. No, they, they say... Oh, they In do? the sixth book, Tom Riddle came back for the position and jinxed it when... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah so... That's I don't know why this one's a theory, then. Uh, and then... Harry and Sirius are blood-related. I don't know how true this one is, but I saw it online. Or how did they link? On, on the Sirius uh, family tree, apparently you can see someone, uh, you see, so you know how there's, um, what is it called, a blood traitor, right, in the, in, that they say there's a blood traitor. Apparently someone in fa Sirius's family tree married someone with the last name Potter. Well, who knows how common Potter is. Mm -hmm. It's uh, just like, imagine if you saw like Smith on the, on the family tree. I mean, there's like, Smith is the most common name in America. See, I think J.K. Rowling might have confirmed this one, but... Dumbledore's death. What about it? He's death from the story. Oh, oh he's death. Yeah, like like the Elder Wand yeah, is yeah. Voldemort. Uh, Resurrection Stone is Snape. Invisibility Cloak is Harry. Death is Dumbledore. But that doesn't make sense because we know it's a pretty old tale. As like, it's kind of like a myth just like any other tale you may know. And then like, Dumbledore is only 150. So even if he did this when he was like 25 or something... That seems like a pretty big status for a myth, a legend, that's only been around Could for a hundred years. And it just turned into a myth. Could be, but those, I, that doesn't even, like, we know stories are stories, true or false, from a hundred years ago. Just like wizards would probably know true or false from a hundred years ago. Dumbledore hired Lockhart as a joke. <laughs> well, he does know he's an idiot, but we also know that... People know that the position is jinxed, mm -hmm. so it's hard to get people. So, is it possible? It's possible, but it's not likely because they're desperate at that point. And it's a miracle that they got people like Lupin to come on board. So, that's so, it. Yeah, that was really for the fan theories. Wow, Harry Potter. Great series. We talked about this after the podcast. Um, just about, like... We think it's better than Star Wars now. Yeah, definitely. And, man, it is a great series, but any wrapping up thoughts here? Oh, wait, I'm just going to say one thing. This, doesn't, this does not have to do with Harry Potter. Possibly, depending on what we decide to do, we could have a big announcement coming soon, depending. Hmm. Wow. We'll keep that one secret, like, until it's for sure. All right. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed. We won't be doing foreign movies anymore. Cause oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Definitely not eight, because a four-hour podcast, wow. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.